Yo, 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 we are back once again. DPS Podcast, that's Damage Per Second Podcast, episode 136. And we are back again on a fine Thursday evening with a special guest. And also a late forte as you you know, as usual. We 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 are we are fully fully uh um prepared for late forte. So so what's up? What's up, late forte? How's it going? It's all man? about it's all about being in rare form, man. You know, if you're not giving the people what they want, you know, I had to give people enough time to, you know, get their popcorn, get their, you know, their mm. beverages, you know, go to the cigar bar and have a drink cigar with friends. Mm. Yeah. You know, you don't know what it's a cigar lounge, not bar, cigar lounge. They went to go do all that. Mm. So yeah, you know, who who doesn't go to the lounge, man? You so, know, it's 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 right up it's like for I'm grown not folks. Sure. I'm not sure your forte is gaming or tardiness. I'm thinking tardiness is your forte. Makes more probably sense. Probably is. I'm tardy at work too, so. Yeah, that, I think that that's is. why you missed the call. I think they were calling you for that GameStop CEO shot slot. Nah, they gave away today. They, they, no. Who did they give it to? I didn't, didn't even look into it. Uh, the dude who was the uh, creator of Chewy. He was. Oh no, he he's intern. Unless he officially took it like head on. No, nah, yeah, he's the official dude. Oh my God! So Brian Cohen, let's go. Okay, we'll see. But that voice that you guys heard—that is the uh, the game Logic in the, the house. Logic. First time. How's it going? How's it going, Logic? How you been, bro? Good man. Good man. I'm I'm uh, I'm glad to finally be on. Awesome. Glad to have you. And um, for for those who don't know who Game Logic is, Game Logic is also a uh, a panelist on Brat with uh, Enrique shout out to Enrique shout out to B Money and the the Brap crew um Eric Jackson even though he's kind of like uh no no longer really a part of Brap but still you know unofficially still you know still a part of Brap the homie but uh no um uh, for those who don't know you uh Game Logic let everyone know uh, just a little bit about your gaming history and and um what you do now like in the gaming community as far as a, as a content creator yeah, uh, so I've been gaming since uh, since the hobby started. So my first console was the Magnavox Odyssey, which, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember my history correctly, was the first console sold at retail in North America. So okay. it was an old uh, Pong machine. Oh man, I even remember what those were. So I was kind of I was kind of laughing today because um, uh, a mutual of mine on Twitter posted uh, the Sega Master System, and he was like, "Ah, oh, this is my first console." And I was like, "Dude, that was that was my third. But <laughs> <laughs> my, so. my first was uh was actually a uh um oh my gosh I can't, um my my brain is like uh, Ari I like that fifty two hundred seventy eight hundred mine was twenty six hundred twenty six hundred it was twenty six hundred okay. yeah. yeah but that wasn't the one I wanted I wanted a, a Nintendo Entertainment System. But that's what I ended up. Getting. I got that too. <laughs> I, I mean, I got it NES eventually, but you know, yeah. But no, um, um, uh, so, so you, I mean, you've been you, you are OG, OG in in gaming logic. What, what's uh, what, what are you, what, what are you doing now as far as like in gaming, as far as gaming media or game or content creation or just like what game, what games are you playing? Like, what, what, what's what's all of that that you're doing now in the gaming community? So, I mean, so we've been doing for, man, it 
it's a long and sordid history. So probably for nine years or so, maybe longer. So, uh, so there was a long time ago, there was a, a forum site, a website, a social before real social media kind of came along. There was a site that a guy set up called uh, casual adult gamers. And, uh, and it kind of the shtick behind it was, um, you know, adults who, you know, have careers and homes and, kids and responsibilities and stuff and you know you know don't necessarily have time to keep up with all the gaming news um, but we're kind of but we're also kind of not wanting to necessarily be around you know console warring and, and all that kind of stuff even back then um, and so this guy set up a forum site and uh, and then he asked for some people to uh, do a podcast because like I said, a lot of the members like just didn't have the time to keep up with all the gaming news and so those of us who had the time we, we started doing that. And it's kind of ebbed and flowed over the years, but uh, the the group that kind of came out of that, we wound up sticking together and, and continued to do the show. Um, and then I've been blogging uh, for about uh, probably like 20 years, um, following kind of gaming news and media and tech, and uh, and then started uh, live streaming and doing Let's Plays and stuff. Uh, probably, I don't know, maybe, maybe uh, uh, six or seven years ago, eight years ago. Um, so, but my interest is mostly like in the, like the technical part of it and the, the studio equipment. I used to do a lot of, um, kind of tech consulting on, on studio equipment and, uh, and some of the software and things like that for, for people who, you know, were trying to get into live streaming. So I'm not a big, you know, personality or, or anything like that. I just kind of like messing with the tech. So I just kind of do that on the side and, uh, just kind of try and participate in the gaming conversation every now and again on, uh, on Twitter. Yeah, good old Twitter. <laughs> oh, the gaming conversation on Twitter is uh, it, it is its own own animal, right? <laughs> Those are some mean streets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, again, again, definitely glad to have you, bro. Uh, I, 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 I know for you know a fact what you bring to the conversation and your knowledge and and and, and just in tech and gaming in general is definitely going to. Spice up this conversation, especially when we get into a, a, a few topics, uh, a few showcases that are are coming up, so to speak. Um, Forte, you still there, Forte? Did you did you drop drop in and then leave on us already? Must have no Forte. All right, <laughs> logic. What have you? No, no, I am here. I was talking. But I forgot that I use I you know now that I got that new mixer I mute the mixer and not Discord so I'm like why is it not saying anything and I'm talking but I'm like oh that's because I muted the mixer but this, um this your, this your first time doing the podcast no I just listen it's, it's, man it seems like it I mean I'm listen saying. are you asking listen you're asking did you just okay you asked me a question what I'm playing right <laughs> yes we playing okay bro. you already know what I've been playing. No, well, but maybe but the audience don't know what you're playing. No, you nothing playing. but Diablo. Yeah, Destiny's in the bushes for the last week. It's all Diablo. Where, where, where it needs else. to stay. It, no, it, it, it will come back at some point when it bushes. stops being boring. You know, when it stops being boring, it will be we'll be right back over there. But right now, it's Diablo in the bush. all day, every day, and then burn and the it, bush, right? That's and when I'm and when I'm not playing Diablo, I'm I'm. I'm tweaking and moving around stuff in my game room because I got my my system, my dentist speaker system set up, and I'm trying to get the most optimum sound out of my setup over there at my TV. So if I'm not playing video games or working, I'm messing around with that, and I think I almost got it dialed in. 
uh, for the most part. But uh, yeah, Diablo is amazing. I, I hate to say it, it plays the best on a controller. I can't believe I'm saying that, but Diablo 4 plays amazing on the controller. It almost plays, it, it, it plays better than keyboard and mouse, which is insane. Slower, slow, 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 I'm, I'm out. I've heard enough slander. <laughs> no, li li listen, I bought, no, listen, no game logic. I bought the game on PC to play keyboard and mouse and i was just happened and everybody kept talking about how great the the the, the controller support was so i plug in my, my my elite controller and i'm like yo this feels really good <laughs> like i thought you know diablo 3 played really good on the controller but this is like a whole nother level it's like i i didn't talk well, to a lot well, of people and well, message boards and everything can, talking can, about that but yeah that's, that's what i've been the doing the weeds on that because that's the actual topic we can get to the weeds on that a little bit later okay uh, yeah we can get into um, the weeds on, on diablo it's, it's amazing you, you are you are oh, just real quick because uh someone in the chat want to know what class you were using i guess sorcerer 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 class um running a running a arc lash build and frozen uh, orb sure. with fire boss it's pretty incredible um uh, shout out to Enrique. What's up, Enrique? Yeah, um, um, Game Logic, what have you been playing? Call of Duty. Uh, no, actually, I haven't. I Thank haven't, God. I haven't, actually, I haven't been back to Call of Duty for a couple of weeks. Um, quit yeah, me game. too. Why well, uh, quit? Started, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I started this week off. So I've been into a few different things. Um, I started this week off playing, uh, or I got a hold of and started playing, uh, let me just make sure I don't screw the title up. Uh, Advanced Wars One Plus Two uh, Reboot Camp on the Nintendo Switch. So, oh, say what uh, system that's for again? Nintendo Switch. Oh, the system that people say is 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 weak, and people keep buying games for it. That's what I'm talking about. Let's it, go. It is. Weak. I mean, it's it's it is, but it, <laughs> it is it has, weak. But people but keep playing games. games. Yeah. Exactly. That's I mean, all that I mean, matters. Who cares about you. how weak the system is if it got good games? So, uh, so I've been playing that. I've been playing Diablo 4 also. Uh, and then I started uh, Everspace 2 uh, early this morning. Okay. Uh, so I played a little bit of that. Uh, and I will probably, as I as we head into the weekend, I'll probably swing through and uh, start playing a little bit more. Go, getting back to Fire Emblem Engage. So that's kind of... Yeah, the, that's what I'm talking the, about. The, the, the game's, game's awesome. Have in, the, in the quiver right now. Yeah, not as good with the story as three houses but the combat they definitely uh improved with the combat and uh, i like the, the the level design the level design for the they, there's a, a lot more variety in um in different terrains and in different battlefields right it compared to three houses where i felt like i was just fighting on the same like for the except for like those big like epic story uh plot point um, missions where like the, the the level is like designed the battlefield is designed for that specific mission and then really only that mission is the only time you really see it but uh, other than that I felt like I just kept rotating the same five five battlefields all through three houses which I'm, I'm glad that that's something that was kind of short that would engage it just, just the story wasn't so land yeah yeah it's just it's yeah it's, it's just it's not that three I, houses. yeah that's why i heard about it too because i was thinking about picking it up and then i was like mm. it's, it's definitely awesome to play i I'm, I'm gonna play through it again at some point i'll be there earlier this year so. where are you playing it at right now uh <clears throat> so okay so I, I i did i did beat it on the switch okay mm. i own it on the switch Okay. The next time I play it, though, it won't be on the Switch. Let's, 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 let's 
as far as I'm going to say, okay? <laughs> Next time I play it, it won't be on the Switch. <laughs> It'll be on a Rog Ally. Mm, might just be on the, you know, know what? You know, I don't want Nintendo coming after me. We just go, we just go move on. Game, game Ooh, nice I, shot. I, I, Look at that snipe. Thank you. Uh, your, how, game, your, game, your game getting better. Excuse me? I am. I, I, am your I said your aim is getting better. Okay, okay. I, 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 I am starting to get into sniping. I get bored. I'm getting bored with Rogue Company, so now I'm just like, what, what have I not mastered? Sniping. So I'm a snipe now. <laughs> but no, no um, Game Logic, what, what, uh, how far are you in, in Fire Emblem Engage? Uh, not that far. I, I I just I just started it and then uh, I played like the first I don't know two three hours or so and then uh, I forget what other game came out at the time but I got distracted and uh, and, and didn't get back to it but uh, but uh, okay. I'm planning on going back to it this summer. All right, so yes, yeah, so you probably haven't really. There's a lot that you don't even know what's going on. I think I think the first two or three hours. You still haven't really got your base of operations yet, and it's just a lot. But it, it's it's very uh, it's very linear at that point. So, but yeah, you, know, you you got a lot, a lot to enjoy with that one. That one's gonna be really good. Um, for myself, I so remember Forte when I said I I, I bought Splatoon three. Yeah, you finally played it. Yeah, I finally played it. Did you play it on a Switch? Yeah, I played. I mean, I don't think that <laughs> game could be played like on. Oh any, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, it's you multiplayer. Can single, you can play single player, but you can't play. Yeah, it's true. The multiplayer thing is kind of sunk in. Yeah, that, I don't like it, man. I don't like Splatoon, man. It's, it's got the, you feel, the gyro. You, you feel like you're getting beat. Oh, it's got the gyroscope and everything inside of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's the whole gyro aiming thing, and it's like I, I did like two matches. The first match we won. I, I I guess I did okay. I mean, I, I was knocking people out, but like, I just didn't. I, I just wasn't enjoying myself. And, and I I'm not saying it's a bad game. It I wasn't enjoying myself because of the the whole gyro control thing, and that took some getting used to. That's the first time I've ever played a shooter that has gyro controls. So for me, that was just like, um, I kept forgetting <laughs> about that and I kept like kind of like leaning my controller down uh, like pointing down the way I normally play a controller and it's just it was throwing my aim off sometimes so it's just I was like mm, you know what I can't do this no more so I, I did a couple of matches but I was done um, I played Planet of Lana a little bit um, it's uh, like a puzzle game it, it's in Game Pass it's okay it's, uh, it's probably um i'm probably near the end of it um but i i i couldn't keep up with it too much because diablo 4 came out and uh i've been playing diablo i have been playing uh i, I don't know how many hours i have in it but i'm at level 31 now on my necromancer Ooh, you passed um, me I um I've been playing Rogue Company, see like the f gameplay. I'm just now I'm just sniping people. I, that's just what I I do now. I just go snipe people. Um, I think I might be done with Rogue Company. So you said that before. I have, but it's just like there's nothing left for me to do. I've done everything. <laughs> I've done everything. I'm about to become a weapons master and master all the weapons. So it's just like yeah, I think I think it might be a wrap. I don't know. We'll see. We'll I'm see. with you. Um, but no, um, 
yes, that's about it. Diablo 4. Uh, a whole lot of Diablo 4. Uh, and I'm, I, I go on vacation starting Sunday. So I'm actually going to be on the road when the Xbox uh, showcase is going on and live. Uh, I'll try to get my wife to drive while it's uh, <laughs> going oh, on shit. so I can watch it. If I can, then I'll just, you know, check the replay of it when I get to my destination to, to the the, the uh, beach house that we're going to. Um, so with that said, DPS podcast will not be next Thursday, but it will be next the the Friday, the day after. The, um, so I'm coming back on Thursday. I'm going to be probably a little too tired because I'm literally driving eight hours there and then eight hours back. So I'm probably going to be too tired to do the podcast, but we're going to do Friday instead. And uh, we might have some people here with us to discuss then some things. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I, I, I got GeForce now. I signed up for it. I haven't tried it out yet. I'm going to try it probably tomorrow. Just to kind of get all work all the kinks out, make sure I got everything I need before I leave, and then I'm like out somewhere else and I need something for my laptop with GeForce now, and I don't have it. So, but uh, yeah. So you're taking the laptop. So you're not taking the Steam Deck. No, because I sold my I sold my Steam Deck. <laughs> yes, okay. I I sold okay. I, I sold the Steam Deck. I sold my Quest Two. I got. I don't see. Here's the thing: is that like the only time I was using the Steam Deck is when I went on vacation, and then I saw. I said to myself, I was like, "Well, I mean, I could get GeForce now and play the majority of the same games I was playing on my Steam Deck because I was I would have the the same access to the games I was playing through Steam Deck, and then I'll be playing it with better performance, potentially." because GeForce now is supposed to be so we'll see how it goes I might end up buy, rebuying it later on or something but like I I, 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 t- I took the money I, I got for all for that and I went and bought a new motherboard and new CPU that I haven't put in yet because I still decide on whether I'm just going to build a whole new P- uh, gaming PC or whether I'm just going to put those things in the current one I'm kind of leaning towards a whole new PC but um, what, what's it called Computech Right? Is, is that what it's called? Computech? The conference? Logic. Uh, com- uh, Computex, I think is what you're... That's, there it is. That, that's it. Um, uh, Skype. Taiwan? Yes. Skype, the company that does CPU coolers. I love their coolers. Like, they are freaking amazing. And they got their new one that's coming out. Is it coming out to mid-July? But it's, it's like I have on my current PC, I have the Sky Fuma 2. And I want the Sky Fuma 3. But it's uh, not coming out to July. So I, I think what I'm going to do is just uh, buy everything else I need for the PC. And then I'll just build it in July. When, when I get that's the a, cooler. That's an air cooler? Yeah, it's an air cooler. I, I, don't, I don't do the, 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 I don't do the liquid air. cooling. Yeah. I always go with towers. So. Okay. So... So I did want to. So with GeForce Now, did you do did you do the paid tier or did you do the free tier? I did the paid tier because the free tier, you don't really get like. I mean, you get access to your stuff, but like at what like level of performance? So the, the level of performance is really 
what, what you have access to in the cloud is very different. Like, and they're not very, they only really give you details about what the top tier provides. So with the top tier, you get a, a, a PC that, that's running with a 3080. But then if, you, if there is availability, you will uh, um, have the opportunity to have a 4080 GPU that you're using in the cloud. That, that's the one that's $20 a month. And what I plan on doing is essentially I, I, I'm signed up for it. I'm going on vacation next month too. So I will do it for two months and then I'm going to cancel it because I ain't going to use it no more. And then maybe, let's say, if I go on vacation this 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 winter, or you know, when I go on vacation next year with the family, I'll sign up again and then do another month. So this day, I'm just kind of just you know, just do one month, get access, and then I drop it because I don't need it no more, kind of thing. So that that's my current game plan with it. But um, it's uh, the middle tier that's ten dollars a month says it's it's 1080p 60, which. <clears throat> I mean, the laptop I'm going to be using, the screen is 1080p anyway. So I, I, I could have gone with that one if I wanted to. But I just I just kind of figured, like, well, why don't I go ahead and go with the top experience and see what it's like, you know? So. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, the only thing I don't like about GeForce Now is the... That's why I was asked was that I think the free tier, if it's still the same, when, when I was testing it and messing with it, uh, the, the, the issue for me is the free tier was like... It was like a queue so you weren't like guaranteed server time oh, it was like sucks. you would go into a queue and then i'd be like what i, I mean you, you guys have heard me like time to me is more critical than, than money right I'll, I'll i'll spend money to save time and i'm like yeah i'm not sitting in a queue when i have you know two hours to game at night and i'm not sitting in a queue for 10 15 minutes or some indeterminate amount of time right right to get access to the service so yeah, yeah. That's what I was asking. so yeah that's probably the big problem with the free tier which is like it's free so you can't really complain that like you don't get server access over the people that pay it which like I, I guess they could say yeah this is our logic with that that's fine um the ten dollar tier you probably are guaranteed access but you're only really getting whatever they have available that they allow you to play 1080p 60 frames per second and then you got the top tier that's 20 and that one is the one that's like, if if there is availability, you can use a 4080. If not, you're guaranteed to have 3080 performance. So, it's yeah. Now all your uh, your Xbox titles or your Game Pass titles. I'm not sure if it's Xbox titles or Game Pass titles specifically, but uh, will be available in GeForce now since that went live a lot earlier than I was expecting that it would. Right, right. And that I um, which kind of shows I, I guess that their confidence with the deal they think they can say hey look we're just gonna keep we're gonna keep it moving like like it's going through i guess i don't know but uh i i haven't checked all the games that are available i do know that gears 5 is available in there but i'm not playing gears um i didn't see halo you infinite you don't want you don't want to play gears no i don't want to play gears um oh lord gears uh, is really good I mean, it's it's fine. I it's never been the multiplayer has never been for me, but uh, I think um, what about the sound? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I don't see Halo Infinite in there, and so like so uh, out of their first party games that I'm currently playing right now, uh, Halo Infinite is really like the only thing, and I haven't seen that Halo Infinite is in there yet. So nor do I feel like I think I want to play 
a multiplayer game um, through cloud. I don't know if I if I want to be put myself through that frustration with the latency and whatnot. But no, um, I guess we can get into the show. Yeah, you guys ready to do that? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yep. Alrighty, alrighty. So, uh, Summer Game Fest. Jeff Keeley had his show today, right? And typically, I would say for me that I found his shows to be terrible. I think Summer Game Fest kind of sucked. Maybe it's just me. I just felt like, I mean, last year, for example, he had a lot of people coming up on stage and just talking for like four to five minutes, and all they showed was like a JPEG, uh, <laughs> a JPEG concept art of their game. And I'm just like, why is this here? I mean, same thing happened with um with um, Neil Druckmann and then when they went up there, there's like yes. here's some screen same here's thing. some screenshots uh, of factions. <laughs> yeah, which is all we've seen. Even even all we've seen so far is just nothing but a super screenshot of factions, right? I think that's all we're going to see. Uh, yeah, that might be the case. But um I think the show uh so far, I mean, I would say me personally, a step up from where the previous show was. I um I'm I'm not gonna quite say if, if it was Better than the PlayStation Show or not quite yet, but we can start getting into the uh, the weeds on this um, game logic. I know you saw it. What, what did you see from the show, and what did you find find that excited you as a gamer? Man, uh, so 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 I I think maybe I'd caveat a little. Like I don't Uh-oh. like I don't. Well, I just like I don't. Like I don't walk away from any of these shows, like like standing up, clapping, like out of mm. breath, my pulse racing. Right about, <laughs> like, out of I, breath. I mean, they're 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 an extended commercial. I mean, we we were talking about it a little bit before the pre-show, and right, and the truth is, is that and Brap and I were talking about it earlier today. Like between these shows, betas, and games releasing like there's like every step of the marketing process is something that is a shortfall from actually getting the games in your hand and so i've never personally been wrapped like i i know that there's a lot of dialogue about oh they didn't show gameplay oh it was a cgi thing oh it was in-game like i don't like to me i'm like okay i mean i don't i don't care what the fidelity of the trailer or the demo or whatever was it is something that is a gap between that and the reality of having the game in your hand and 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 mincing meat about right how big a gap it was between what you saw and what you're going to play has never really mattered to me um you know slow-mo you're 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 familiar with with the reality of um of uh what i want to say of of dev qa and prod right and you know that there's always a delta between those environments and so you can say whatever you want to say about how close dev and and qa are to prod but until you're in prod things are going to be different right and that's kind of the way i I look at these game shows so when i I say i'm excited i mean all that means is that i saw a game that caught my interest that i'll pay attention to um that is close enough in my wheelhouse that i'm interested in playing it if the game comes out good and isn't super buggy Mm -hmm. um so i mean so these aren't necessarily games that i'm like hype over um, with, with maybe one or two exceptions, uh, I was I was really happy to see Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown. Ooh, um, that uh, I was that trailer went on for a while, 
and I was watching it. And I was like, and I was listening to the music, and I was like, is this is this Prince of Persia? Because I mean, of course, I was around when Prince of Persia came out on like MS DOS, right? And you and you played it via floppy disks, right? In your in your in your, uh, in your non Windows PC. So, um, so yeah, I was glad I was glad to see that uh, Mortal Kombat One. I was I was glad to see like the story elements in that. We're going to continue kind of in this paradigm of, of MK9, 10, 11. So it's the reboot of, you know, what is essentially kind of this, you know, this story. I don't necessarily want to say it's a movie, but I know, you know, there are YouTube channels that have taken like all the cutscenes and strung them together and make like a little movie out of them. But like, that's, that's interesting to me. I mean, I played through MK, uh, I think 11 and the DLC, um, and enjoyed you know my time playing through that because i'm not i'm not a super big fighting game fan i'm not a person who goes out and plays those game on onli- games online um i used to way 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 back in the day i used to really hate fighting games and so but it's it's nice to see that they've kind of made this pivot to offer people who are maybe not core fans of the genre you know reasons to onboard and, and play it uh i like seeing Witchfire because i'm kind of a i don't know a bit of a people can fly stan um, so it was nice seeing them after, you know, all the hell that they went through with Outriders, um, and dealing with Square Enix. Um, it was, uh, nice to see them, um, kind of getting back to, to me, what feels like more of their bread and butter. I must have um, missed that one. I didn't see that. Witchfire? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. I, I, have to, I, have to, I have to go, go, go double check that again. And there was, that was at one point where I had to run upstairs because the kids, so maybe that's when when that game showed, but no, I um yeah, I completely missed that one. I, I to, to kind of go back to Prince of Persia, I'm kind of showing the, the gameplay now. Were you <laughs> shocked that it was a side scroller platformer? Because I was just like, wait a minute, okay, like I because no, because because that's what original Prince of Persia was. Yeah, like, yeah. So we 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 have a ton of people in, in gamers in the community now who are familiar with kind of the the 3D kind of Sands of Time kind of mm-hmm. oriented. Like that is their Prince of Persia, and I get that. But what, what tipped me off was when I saw things and I saw locomotion that that were kind of reminiscent of of that side-scrolling Prince of Persia. Um, that was the huge, you know, popular game in the in the '90s. Um, and, and I was like, I was, yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting. And I'm not a big, huge 2D. I think somebody on Twitter mentioned because uh, because you know Everborn was happy about seeing the Sonic trailer. Um, of course he and, was. Uh, <laughs> and they mentioned that today. today well, was Sonic trailer game. was was pretty pretty fine. It, it, it was a good trailer, but it's it's Sonic and it's everyone. So I, I gotta give him I gotta give him crap for it. So I'm still gonna say it sucks, even though it's uh, it, it looks good. <laughs> but, but they were mentioning you know today was a big show for for 2D side scrolling platformers. Like, I guess maybe Metroidvanias. I, I, you know I, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not super huge on on those games, but I but the comment I wanted I wanted to make back I didn't get time to type it was that like I, I don't this game is not in that bucket for me, um, it, and and you know is it the type of game that I would tend to stay away from because it is that type of game because I'm just not a huge platformer fan. Prince of Persia was something unique, special, different in the '90s, and. You know, and, I, and you know, provided it, again, provided it shows up and it's not super buggy. You know, um, it's it's something I'm going to be there for. Yeah, Forte, uh, I know you missed the show, but um, looking at like the trailer I'm showing right now, what, what are your thoughts on Prince of Persia? Yo, I like the I like the I like the direction. I mean, because just like Game Lachi said, you know, people Prince of uh, Sands of Time I mean, um, was one of my favorite games for a long time. And a lot of people, like you said, talked about the 3D version, and I get that. But you, know, this is 
this is classic Prince of Persia, and mm-hmm. this is kind of what I would I wanted in the beginning. So uh, the fact that that's actually something that they're doing, and we're actually going to finally get this, because let's be for real, a lot of us thought this was never going to happen. Right. <laughs> I was like, that's I why I was, was shocked. I was because I was I'm just saying, shocked because I, I only thing I remember of Ubisoft talking about Prince of Persia was the the really bad looking 3D one. That yep. that like they had a team on it, and then they had to like basically take it, that team off of it, give it to a different team, who then rebooted it, and it's just like at this point, I don't know if that game's ever coming out. So right. it, my in my mind, I, I figured if I saw Prince of Persia again, it was going to be uh, the reboot of that kind of failed, mm-hmm. you know, failed project of a version which is 3D, which is not this, and I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna look. This looks awesome. I think I think it looks great. Yeah. Um, I might, it I might, it looks really good. I might play it. We'll see what happens. You'll, but, you'll, uh, you'll, you'll play it a bit. It depends on when it comes out. It's January 18th next year. So oh, I think man. I think I think that's actually a pretty decent time. Beginning of the year. Um, all the heavy hitters aren't really out yet at that time. You know, go ahead and play a little small game in the in the meantime. Um, but not a small game is uh, Mortal Kombat One. <laughs> yeah. So yes. So I know I know you hype for this one. You you oh yeah. Look at this trip. Look, it's they show gameplay. They show actual gameplay. Legit gameplay. Legit gameplay of the game. I think it looks good. You know, and I and I said before for me, um, kind of the whole nostalgia aspect of it. I know it's not exactly like a remake, but it's a it's it's Liu Kang, now a god that's like has create a new universe where he's gone back to the beginning of things and it's like some things are different but alive it's still the same and it's just uh uh you know just it kind of takes me back to being in middle school it almost kind of got me want to want to give it a shot you know go ahead and and, and i don't know maybe because it's like so many fighting games this year but i'm really starting to kind of like i think i might pick one up and start playing around i don't know of course what are your, what are your thoughts on, on this gameplay uh, as soon as I walked in the house, well, now he walked in the house. I was at work, and one of my associates just put it in our group chat. He was like, Mortal Kombat. Because I, like, I was at work when this was all happening, and he said, Mortal Kombat trailer, you're welcome. Thank me later. So I was like, okay, let me look at this now. I started looking at it, and I was like, I need to stop watching this because my daughter is a bigger Mortal Kombat fan than I am. So I said, wait till I got home, which is probably like an hour and a half ago. So we watch it together. We put it on the... We put it. We, I said, you know what? Ed Boone deserves the best. We gonna put it on the big TV and we gonna turn the surround system up and watch it. And I was like, yo. What, what did you think <laughs> about Ed Boone saying that? Like, so like you see it now. Well, you probably see it now where like there is a, like you have a, a partner, like a tag yeah, team yeah. partner that you tag in. Like, so they'll, they'll like uh, the way he seemed to explain is like extending combos. Like you, you, you would tag yes. them in and then they kind of like you know give you a. Uh, a few hits in on the combo kind of extended further. Think of, think of it as Marvel versus Capcom, but you can't right. tag those players in. They're just right. players that can accentuate or extend combos or um, animations that you have in a game, which I think is a, uh, I think is ingenious because I think a lot of people were thinking when they were thinking like, oh, you're going to have tag in, tag out. And I was like, oh, do I really want that in Mortal Kombat? And it probably would still work really well. Uh, because it hasn't been in a Mortal Kombat game, but I like their own unique spin where they say you some of the uh, basically they wanted to pay homage to a lot of all their older 
you know, characters that haven't been in Mortal Kombat for a while. Like mm-hmm. when I saw Striker put out, pull out the the flashlight, I was like, yo, the Striker, let's go. <laughs> so I was I was like, I was super, I was like super nerdy out for it and stuff. And um I think um and then they showed and then they and then he's like he talked about how um there's gonna be a meter that you couldn't see on the screen and stuff, but that as that meter fills, you can like kind of constantly do those tag in and tag out. But they say that meter has to get to a certain point for you to do it, so you can't just spam it over and over again. So it looks like they put a lot of thought and pro- uh, thought into just the overall flow of what that combat feels like. But then when you just start looking at just the combos, seeing that all the transitions, the level designs that they had, um, you can really see like they even in- interwove the story aspects that they had back in. Combat 8 that they put in there a while ago so you're getting more exposition on top of that Uh, this is going to be this is going to be a a really really deep game and and we're not even talking about you know the ladder systems that they usually have in these type of games and stuff like that or um, the trial by fire and torment and test your might These, these games are so deep like it's ridiculous and we only saw just gameplay so just imagine all the stuff we didn't see on the back end so i cannot wait for september 19th bro and it's and i'm probably more excited because i'm already a mortal kombat fan but i'm more excited because this is a game that me and my daughter my daughter this is like her favorite franchise of all time mortal kombat she's been waiting for them to announce the next mortal kombat for two years now so the fact that i'll get a chance to experience it with her makes it even more greater so i'm really looking forward to what they uh show it just it looks so good bro game looks so good yeah uh logic i know you said that you you've never really been into fighters so I'm, i i assume this this one isn't is it going to be your jam huh oh no what I, what I was saying was is i like i don't play competitively mm, but but you 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 you're down for the single player uh, story it, experience. Yeah, these things that have like the story pieces woven into them, and I, and I get and I understand that that's not like I'm sure core gaming fans are like you know whatever, but um, but yeah, since they rebooted and went this route uh, with the MK series and including right the Injustice and Injustice Two mm-hmm. games, right? Like I, I've I've found these uh, uh, super interesting, and uh, yeah, so, so yeah, I'm looking forward to playing this. Oh yeah, yeah, I. I... Can't, I, I don't keep up with the the Mortal Kombat storylines like that, but the ones that I have played, what I, I I used to be big into fighting games in high school, and then once like first person shooters started to get popular on consoles, I just dropped the fighters for first person shooters. But um, I still would pick up a Mortal Kombat game every now and then, and I would play, really just play through the story, uh, the story stuff, because I always found it found it fascinating and good. Uh, better stories than, uh, <laughs> than you see from their movies. Um, I, I, one funny thing I kind of wanted to bring up real quick, and I think this, I, I laughed so hard when I saw this because I, and I, and I tweeted about it because I thought it was hilarious. So, Dead by Daylight, it, which is like the, like, probably the most popular of the, like, Evolve kind of gameplay where there's, like, one villain and a bunch of heroes or whatever that they're, they're being pitted against or something like something kind of like friday the 13th the game which also is actually closing down because they can't keep the license for friday the 13th so it's not going to be sold anymore once this year is up and then it's going to only be have servers up for people to play it for a whole nother year 
So by 2025, Friday the 13th ain't gonna exist no more. But Dead by Daylight has got freaking Nicolas Cage in the game, which is so random. And Nicolas Cage showed up at the show, which was 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 cool, but still like I, I just laughed because the, the, the way this game looked and the way he looked in the game just had me cracking up. I was just like, what in the world? Um I I'm fairly certain none of us are gonna play this right. No, no for logic. For, for, Force might play it. I don't know. You 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 a big Nicolas Cage fan? For... Well, slow mo. I love Nicolas Cage. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him and his mic right now. Um, but let's let's move on. I'm gonna move on to something that actually that I'm super hyped for, and that is Remnant Two. So I play Remnant One. Um, sometime after it came out, and I played it with with the Asha Luca. Shout out to Luca, and me and her played through a co-op, and it was just so much fun. It's like a Souls game with guns, and it, it, we just had a great time with it. And although the level design was really bad, and although we didn't really care for the lack of story progression for the person that wasn't the host, uh, we had a great time with it, and I think. Uh, I've been ever since they announced the second game, I've been ready to go, We're hyped to play it. Luca, Luca's ready to go. We playing it like, well, hopefully as long as it is, it, it, it's uh, <laughs> um, performance is good. We're gonna play it day one. If his performance is not good, we 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 definitely waiting on that one. But um, I'm hyped for this one. Uh, Logic, what, what are your th- thoughts about Remnant Two? I didn't play the original. It looked interesting. Curious. I, I put it on my list of things that kind of caught my eye. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's. A, I mean, it caught my eye. It caught my interest. It's. It's not something that I'm like. Yeah, this is definitely going to be on my, on my must play list. Got you. Forte, are you back? I'm here. I never went anywhere. Did, did you not hear me? Uh... Oh, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Mm. So you, so, so you just not paying you say, attention. I heard you say logic. I didn't hear you say. You, you, me. Didn't, you didn't hear. When, so maybe that's when I. Maybe that's when I removed my headset for a second to readjust the volume on it. Longer than a second, but anyway. Well, oh, you had anywho. to do it. You, you okay? Anywho, yes. Am I going to play? No, I didn't play the last one. I don't think you need to play story wise the last one. I'm no, no, I'm just saying one, it is. <laughs> it's. It's it's complicated. I, I it? it's like I I know my time is valued um, to uh, a point where this is a destiny thing. No, it's not. Yeah, I played Diablo. Yeah, but you you really you really hype for Diablo because you, you okay, were playing that's what Diablo games before Destiny was a thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. So it, that's what it, it t- seems like, like you are you're, re- you're relegating Remnant Two into the category of I won't play it because I, I need to have all this time available for Destiny and Diablo. So, so let me let me ask you a couple a few questions that are a mixture of my nopes and mm-hmm. my uh, my things that I do play. Okay. So, so this is a third person what shooter action? So it's got melee and yeah and shooter mechanics. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is it is it horror? Is it survival horror? No, no. This is uh, it's it's straight up like a um, 
like an <laughs> big Elden Ring, but with guns. So it ha it does have aspects where there are your enemies are kind of like um, horror looking, and there and there and there were moments. I I, I will admit were moments where like. Uh, for example, we were in the sewers in the first game and there was a whole new enemy that we hadn't seen yet and they were hanging off the ceiling. So we yeah. walk into a room and then they just start dropping behind us, all around us. And, and I mean, like, I wasn't scared. Luca was 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 horrified don't, okay don't you be put don't be putting that energy hey, no I, I i'm just saying i'm just telling you what happened she was horrified she was screaming and yelling it was crazy so th there are oh, moments man. like that but it's not like for example we'll talk about alan wake 2 in a, in a moment but alan wake 2 is definitely a shift for the alan wake franchise into survival horror like they even talked about it. this isn't survival horror because most of survival horror is more like oh man only got like five bullets and I got like a, a, a hairpin and 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 a broken grenade. That's all I got to do, you know, to, to try to survive. But the enemies really aren't like that difficult. Not the you hairpin, know? bro. <laughs> yeah, but no, like, this game will give you a ton of ammo, great weapons, great loot. Um, some of the loot is really awesome in, in, in the way they work and how you can use them. And sometimes you really need specific weapons for a, for a certain boss. The bosses are very much like souls like bosses it's, it's, it's a souls like game and i, I um it, so it, it is difficult in that and it's not an easy game it's just you're not just gonna run through it and be you know freaking arnold schwarzenegger just running through everyone and every enemy you're definitely gonna get your head smacked um and it's but it's, it's fun to play and it's fun to play with people too so what you said uh games? I mean, so I'm pretty sure I'm not going to play this because you, you said I don't do roguelike. Um, but but I, I almost I almost tripped over when you said, so are there looter shoot? Because I, I kind of got a, a little whiff of Borderlands vibes as I'm watching the gameplay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is, it, is it a little bit of a looter shooter? Yeah, it is a little bit of a looter shooter. So like you'll, you'll, you can level up weapons like, well, and I, I'm, I'm kind of like, phrasing everything really from the first game and i and fully anticipate that they'll just kind of take what they did with the first game and just build upon it um and that's that's the developers gunfire games they they're, they're really good i like i like them um but in the first game you would get loot and you could get like you'll you'll, you'll get a weapon and then you could level that weapon up or you could make that weapon stronger and so you would like get the weapons and, and it's it's not really so much like you're just they're just dropping loot left and right but you'll you will get like gear that you can put on and it'll be better than what you currently got but you can actually take if you really like what you have and and, and like the setup because there'll be uh like gear sets so for example like there was this puzzle you could do you do the puzzle and it will open up this little like uh um secret uh entrance to a a uh, uh a big tower and then in there would be like this alien looking armor and it was the ugliest armor it had like this ugly bug face helmet and it was just ugly but then you look at the bonuses for wearing it all together and i was just like telling luca i was like yo this is so ugly i might i might just deal with it like this the bonuses were ridiculous 
So it was almost like they was like, yeah, we know it's ugly, but look, look, look at it. <laughs> look what it does. And it just so it's, so it's kind of like it has some of those aspects of a looter in them with gear and, and how gear can um can, can work together. Uh, but it, it's not fully like that. You you'll do a lot of going to the the mechanic and the gunsmith and just upgrading your weapons that way instead of looking for more weapons out in the world to to actually be better than what you're using. If that makes okay, sense. Gotcha. It yeah. looks it looks dope. I, before you go on, I do want to because I think you uh, I don't I don't think you have this in the in the rundown, but um, I want to correct what I said earlier about about Witchfire. It's not from People Can Fly. It's former developers from People Can Fly. So oh, they, okay, they, it makes that, that makes sense then. Yeah, that makes sense yeah. then. They, okay, they put like their their like background and history of games that they've done, and they were all People Can Fly games, and that's is, why. is Witchfire the game where the guy's girlfriend or his wife is a ghost, and is. Oh no, I'm I'm hype on that game, but, uh, yeah. but no, that's uh, that's Banish. Banish, Banisher, I think. Banisher, it's Ghost Ghost of New Eden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm 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 that's interested in that not. too. Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, that's because that seems like very much not a Don't Nod type of game. But. Yeah, they're they're very much. But here's the wild thing about Don't Nod. Their very first game actually is called a game called Remember Me with a a black uh, female protagonist. Yeah. Yep. And it's not like the Telltale style of game that they're known for. They, they didn't really get known for anything until they did Life is Strange. And now that's kind of like what everyone expects from them. But they also did that, that vampire game, which uh, I heard wasn't all that good. I never played it. But so, but it's just like they, 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 don't, they don't do just the whole Telltale thing, which uh, a lot of people seem to just get that, that perception that that's who they are. Because... Sure. You know, that's what, what people know them from. Um, I did want to show this. So I did play. So they, they did announce today that Liza P is, I forgot what the release date was. I think the release date is October. Maybe someone in the chat can actually um, uh, correct me on that. But the demo. Uh, September 19th, 2023 is what I wrote down. Wow, September. Wow, September is packed. Um, but the demo is available now. And I did get a chance to play the demo. It's available on Xbox and available on PC. And it's a Souls-like game. So I'm fairly certain I'm the only one on the panel that's played it. <laughs> but uh, quick. I love how you just became a Souls fan literally overnight. I wouldn't say I'm a Souls fan so much as. So much as what? I, it's they're they're cool to play. I, I like the challenge in them, and I like I, they're, they're they're cool to. But they they all have a um a a format that they all follow, and sometimes I'm just not interested in playing it. You know, not that it's bad, but there are some bad souls like I, I think like Mortal Shell. I think Mortal Shell sucks, but uh. Um, Remnant, which is kind of like a different take on it. It does have melee components, but you sh you're shooting a, a gun a lot too. I like that that it, it, that's different, but it, it, it kind of follows the same formats and stuff. Anyway, right. Liza P is a Souls like literally. If you play Elden Ring or Demon Souls or Dark Souls, the controls you're gonna pick it up. You're gonna know exactly where all the buttons are, exactly where they, how it plays. Um, 
it does do a little things different with like the mechanical arm um i think the main character moves way too slow oh real quick performance in the demo now and this is in the demo i don't know how the the, the, the full game is going to be but in the demo it performed great on pc i i did the demo through steam I was getting like anywhere between 165 to 230 frames per second at 1440p max settings. Uh, if they had the option for me to in-game switch my monitor to my 4K monitor, I would have tested it on that. Um, but it was, it, it, I didn't have any hitching, any stuttering, no issues like that. It ran flawlessly. Uh, the only thing is that like uh, your character moves like super slow and even when i when i started to like run with him i still didn't feel like i was i mean i was moving faster but it just didn't feel that great um you're kind of starting from the beginning so i will give them this that like i didn't like different abilities or different like like attack combinations and stuff like that aren't wasn't there or available but like combat was just so basic and the enemies were fairly easy to just beat because I, all I had to do was just dodge left on everybody, honestly. That's, that's just basically what I did, just dodge left and, and, and try to figure out what the controls are like. And then there's like a boss at the end that uh, I, I died to twice and then like I had to turn it off because I had some other things to do. But like I probably Man. will jump in there Man, and, go and get whoop him. Hmm? That man had to go to work. He had things to do. Well, you know, it was, stuff happens. But look, no, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm gonna slap that boss around next time I, I jump back on it. <laughs> slap but the boss. Visually, it looks good. It looks good visually. Um, I think I don't know how it runs on Xbox. I haven't tested it out on that yet. I, I might download it and test it out there just to see what it looks like over there. But um, I, I, I don't really think I care for the story either. It's like this pinocchio thing and it's i mean i don't know man it's 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 just a little it's a little strange but um it's gonna be in game pass at launch although a lot of people are hyped for that uh that for me i just like hey look i get to the, the, the try the full game out without having to buy it so appreciate it but um you guys have any thoughts on this one even though i know you guys aren't really interested in this kind of game hmm liza p it, it looks know, good. I, it, it does I, look good. I think the thing that mildly interests me, and I don't know what it is, but did you ever play uh, American McGee's Alice? No. And it, maybe maybe it's just like the 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 fairy tale. Like I, I mean, I do from a story perspective, I love like um, you know twists of like you know old fairy tales or like yeah. the, like the real Grimm's tales and things like yeah. that you know at, so, oddly enough Ravenlock that just came out is basically Alice in Wonderland like it's literally like the story almost <laughs> it just changed Alice and put the name word in the name Ravenlock and in and and some other stuff but it's literally the same game nice nice yeah for yeah. that's that's the one thing that has me slightly interested in it is for some reason, I'm getting America McGee's Alice vibes off of it. Who, you know, America McGee just ran into problems with EA trying to get them to greenlight a, a sequel or I think a third American, uh, a third Alice game. Uh, and he was successful getting that deal put together. But I'll, uh, I'll keep an eye on this. Like, un unlikely that I'll play it due to, you know, the the, the Souls-like elements or Rogue-like elements. But uh, but I'll keep an eye on it. I, the, weir the weird thing with those Souls-like and Rogue-like elements is people are trying so many variations today mm -hmm. that at some point 
there's going to be a thing that that is Souls-like or whatever, but but doesn't have like the specific elements of that game design that I that I don't like, and that may you know g- give me a window to get on board with something like this. But uh, but yeah, yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. It'll be interested to see how it comes out. Yeah, I think a lot of people fall in that category because I feel like uh, the the reason why Elden Ring became so popular was that it was they took they literally this they took Dark Souls three and said make it open world. That that's that's what Elden Ring is, and it's it's uh, for a lot of people. Um, that was the ability to kind of travel and go anywhere and, and and do anything, and if and especially I think this one aspect, if you got slapped up by a boss, that's fine. Just leave, go leave that dungeon or that area, go somewhere else, do some exploring, do some power leveling, or whatever, and 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 continue to enjoy the game. And I think that that really spoke to a lot of people. You know, that it, it's a little different than, than what you expect from from Dark Souls. And I, I, I think I do agree with you that like you'll probably end up liking one that just just different enough to really allow you to to really like like enjoy the experience because of some quirk that it has and i think for me that's partly the reason why i don't enjoy all the souls likes because uh some of them just really don't do anything any differently than what a typical dark souls game does and if you're not gonna do anything different i don't i don't want it so yeah still amazed me slumo didn't even know he wanted dark souls games until elder ring Look, no, 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 that's not it. That's not it. Remember, remember, I had, I had the, uh, the whole Twitch, um, channel membership thing, and Big Mike. That's how it started. I think was it Big Mike? He, he, he built up enough channel points to, uh, force me to play Demon Souls on PS5. And Uh so when I played Demon Souls, and shout out to those streams. Those streams, those streams are funny. That, 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 like I. I, I saved them um, because I knew that, you know how Twitch is. Twitch sucks where, like, after two weeks, the stream is gone forever. So I saved them all. But they were funny because, man, was I doing everything wrong. <laughs> people, a lot of people tuned in just to watch me, like, stumble around and figure it out. But it was it was cool. It was cool. Um, but, no, I uh, that was Demon's Souls was a uh, remake was my first my first game, and then um, then I played Elden Ring. That one, then that didn't the other one. Anyway, uh, proud of you, bro. Look, look, I am always open to new experience, and and if and if mm. a, a game, hey, hey, and if a game um, turns out to be better than what I thought it would be, then yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm willing to admit. Hey, you I know, every wrong. season of Destiny is a new experience. No, it isn't. It's the same crap, and you know it. We'll move on. <laughs> um, next game, I kind of wanted to speak on, um, just really due to the... I, I really like what they're doing with this game, even though it's not really for me. But um, Alan Wake 2 and Remedy. So I, I got to give Remedy props for always kind of changing up their game design. So they took Alan Wake, which... I can't remember, but I guess the first one was like an immersive sim, kind of, right? The first Alan Wake? I can't remember. It's been a while. I can't remember. It's been so long since that. Yeah. Since I walked around with a flashlight. But 
this game definitely does not play like Alan Wake 1. Alan Wake 2, they freely even said, is their take on survival horror. So you're going to actually think more like Resident Evil than, than what Alan Wake was. And I think, one, the, their Northlight engine is amazing. And I love the, the, the physics that their engine has, which is like it's like like in Control, you destroy a, a, a desk. You see the, the bits of it, the, the, the wood shit, the, everything just like blows up and like falls naturally all over the place like their 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 engine's awesome but i what i have the respect for them is i like that they take risk and they and they're willing to kind of go outside of what is known for their game design and do something different and so uh that's why i really wanted to kind of talk about this one because like what they're doing here in alan wake 2 they got this new character black female protagonist guy gotta throw that out there because i I like to see a, a, a black woman being represented um her name is saga She's an FBI agent. She's one protagonist, and Alan Wake is the other one. And the way Sam um, Sam Lake explained it um, on in the the Summer Game Fest is that you can actually seamlessly transition between the two of them anytime you want throughout the uh, throughout the game up until the end. I said I think at the end you have to get them both to beat the game. You have to get them both to the end. But you could if you wanted to. You could basically switch to Alan Wake and do all of his content up to right before the end and then switch to, to Saga. Or you could just go back and forth. It's really up to you. And I think that's uh, that, that, that's pretty cool. Um, uh, Game Logic, what, what were your thoughts about Alan Wake 2? That looks good. I like it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of, of Remedies. Um, you, you know, I maybe even less so than the Alan Wake 2 uh, story is we still don't know exactly what the approach is going to be on the Max Payne 1, Max Payne 2 remake mm-hmm. and whether or not it's going to be a, a, a kind of reimagining um, of that, of the approach to that story, like, that, you know, that it's not going to be like the, the comic book interludes with, you know with things that like the way they were done in Max Payne 1 and Max Payne 2, or if it's going to be something more like the way Max Payne 3 was done, but the possibility that, you know, it might use this engine and this design framework to do a Max Payne, I think, you know, is, is possibly super interesting. I, I don't, I don't know that that's going to be the approach, but, uh, but I did like the things uh, that I saw here. Did, did you play uh quantum break and control? I did not play quantum break. I, I played a little bit of control, but, uh, but didn't finish it. But, um, okay. But yeah, but they were good games. Yeah, I, I like both of those games. I'd I liked. Uh, I would say I like Quantum Break's story better than Control's story, but I like Control's gameplay better than Quantum Break's gameplay. If that makes sense. Um, Forte, what would be your thoughts about Alan Wake Two? <sighs> Alan Wake Two. Alan Wake Two. Did you play American Nightmare? I did not. I only played the base game. I never played American Nightmare. I feel like American Nightmare was better than Alan Wake, in my opinion, at least. I mean, what I'm saying is better is a smaller experience. I just think it was narratively more tighter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I enjoyed that a little bit more. I am definitely more interested. I'm interested in this game. Like I said, for me, it just ultimately comes down to, I hate to say it, do I have time? Yeah. And now I think I they did the release date. This one is October as well, right? 
yeah, yeah. It, it, it come to find out there's another game that's coming out in october yeah, we that we're going to get to very yeah, soon yeah yeah. So, <laughs> yeah yeah so let's 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 go actually let's let's talk about that now um because uh i was going to talk about um the, the last game they showed that had me um had me uh um hype but let's 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 discuss spider-man so interesting enough uh Insomniac comes out on stage here uh, at the Summer Game Fest and gives us something that we didn't get in the PlayStation Showcase, which is a uh, a release date on Spider-Man, which is October 20th. So October 20th, Spider-Man will be coming out, which is more than a month uh, away from Starfield. I saw some people trying to say that uh, Insomniac was ducking Starfield. I think uh, that's a major reach. <laughs> Super super reach but whatever um october 20th is fine for me whatever else is coming out around that time sorry uh <laughs> i might you're, you're hitting the backlog if if that um so uh something else that i thought was pretty interesting i don't know anyone else really really heard what was said but uh they're saying that venom is in this game which you already knew and tony todd legendary uh actor tony todd is doing the voice for venom but venom is not being played by eddie brock so venom's been played by um i forgot that the bully right flash thompson flash thompson yes but it's not flash thompson either they said it's someone completely different and they said well in order to figure out who Venom is, you're gonna have to play the game. And I've seen seen some people, uh, um, based off of the events of the first game, think it might be Harry. It might be Harry as Venom, since since he's like sick or whatever in that tank. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's gonna be Harry. I, I feel like they kind of want to make Harry uh, be the next Green Goblin. But well, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. But. Uh, Game Logic, what are your thoughts on Spider-Man um, getting that release date and uh, some of the information that they, they gave us today? It's an interesting chess game, um, like like <laughs> you guys mentioned. So, and there might be other stuff. I'm not sure how complete this list is of releases, but October has uh, Disgaea Seven, uh, Disgaea Seven on October third, Assassin's Creed Mirage on October thirteenth. Um, that's th mm. that's a problem because I'm definitely looking forward to playing that game um Alan Wake 2 on the 17th uh yeah so the interesting chess game to me is I and I, and I may have to walk back by Starfield is going to slip prediction um because I I'd, okay. I'd, I'd said that yeah well I I'd said that the September that the early September release date for Starfield was um was a softball date that it was intentionally put that early in the holiday release schedule, like right, like right after we, we would have gotten, you know, a week or two after we would have gotten Madden, so that they could slip by as much as two months, right, and still release in November and still say that they made holiday 2023. Um, but, but with Spider-Man being in late October now, there there isn't that room for them to slip. Um, because yeah, and somebody mentioned it in the chat, you know, uh, you know, then you're gonna. You're, you're gonna have these guys plus you're gonna have call of duty that's gonna drop sometime in late october or november early november yeah 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 so i mean they they now the comment that you made last night which is that you know for xbox that 
you know, whenever they're given the choice to either delay for quality or release in order to keep filling the Game Pass coffers, they should go for the delay. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I wonder, given the way the holiday season is lining up now, if there's a push to get Starfield out, whether it needs more time or not. Yeah, I, 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 I do think that uh, based upon their history, even though they may say otherwise, um, when when under under fire, that they typically lend on. Well, we need the game at this time, regardless of the status. And we've seen it with other games in the past. We've seen it most recently with Redfall, but we also, not too far ago, we saw it with the release of Halo Infinite, which clearly wasn't ready and needed a whole nother year, and they chose to release it even though they gave it they gave it a year delay but it was like can you imagine what it would it, that game would have been like in 2020 like it was beyond that ready um and then it came out in 2021 it still wasn't ready so it's um yeah i just kind of feel like whatever that date is with starfield that's it like i, I don't think they're going to move off of it whether the game is coming in hot whether it's polished, whether whatever, it's it's, it's it is what it is. That's is what's happening with Starfield, I think. Um, yeah, so that was that was my main takeaway: is that just like the, the the chess game of release dates and and who you avoid and who you look out for. You know, it's it's becoming more and more constrained, right? The the longer people wait to drop release dates. Yeah. Um, Forsyth, what what are your thoughts on Spider Man, um, Spider Man's release date, and uh, the other information that we found out today? Listen, all I know is that collector's edition looks fire. It does. I might have I might have to get that in and I'm not even the biggest Spider-Man fan because that <laughs> that the the costumes that come inside the collector's edition look fire with the wingsuits on him. I'm like mm, 239, but that is a 19-inch statue with Venom holding Miles Morales and, and Peter Parker Spider-Man by the web. I was like, this thing looks amazing. I, I'm, um, I'm at least getting the digital deluxe with, with the the in-game suits and, the, and with everything. the suits. Yeah, yeah. I'm at with least the statue, getting that. The, yeah. the, the statue looks looks amazing. It does. But um, no, I will say this: I am way more interested in slow mo. I, I I can't tell a lie. I have found myself in a situation where I, I might have to go back and finish. Spider-Man and Miles Morales for this comes out because I don't know what it was. Ben did, but, but listen, ahead, listen, Destiny, Destiny takes precedence. But um, it listen, go ahead. it should because it did, <laughs> and and I got ten years out of that gang. But um, yeah, the more and more I look play at on it, PC, the more man. I am gonna, I am gonna play it on PC as they, soon they, as it they comes run to PC. Great, they run great on PC. Shout out, yeah. Yeah, Nixus. Shout out to Nixus and how they about to make that SSD sing on PC for Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> it's going to be singing. <laughs> you know, this can only be done on the PlayStation because of the SSD. Hmm. <laughs> People will be running that thing on platter drives. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you being messy, man. Um, <laughs> hey, how, how did they do running on platter drives on what we going to say, man? What they going to say, slow-mo? <laughs> Do you, do, you, do you think uh what, what do you think about spider-man 2 coming out in october you think it's it's like 
Because, look, I think that, like, I, I saw, remember when we when we were looking at it live, and I was like, you know, it looks like the gameplay looks amazing. It but looks I'm seeing, amazing. But I'm seeing some of the visual stuff that's just not quite yep. there yet. And I'm just, I was just wondering, like, if it's coming out in October because they really need all that time to really kind of shore up every aspect of things visually so that it, it, it's looking the way we expect Insomniac Spider-Man game to look. Or if it's, uh, or if, you know, as people are suggesting that they was ducking Starfield. What do you, what do you think? Uh, I don't think they were ducking Starfield, but they they definitely gave Starfield a wide berth. I mean, that's a twenty. That's what 40, 40 days almost forty five days. Starfield's the beginning so, of September, and this is coming September, out at the end of October. Yeah. Yeah, September sixth is Starfield, and um, but I mean, you can is, think about like something that that that. Um, Aram has said in the chat as well as what Game Logic was saying. I mean, like Call of Duty is also out there. So, like, actually, well, like, what's the bigger, the bigger, like, game that you have to deal with? Is it well, Starfield well, or Call, Call of Duty? I would say Call well, of Duty. Well, no, because Call of Duty, they, you already kind of know, you kind of got a metric on how how much of your player base plays Call of Duty versus how much your player base is going to be on another platform playing something like Starfield. You know, they kind of got metrics on that already. They know based on all of the player, the player population, how much of their players drop off during a week of a Call of Duty game, you know, particularly on their platform. So they kind of know that. So they know they probably say, well, we're not really worried about Spider-Man getting drop off due to the fact that Spider-Man is a huge IP, but they can't really quantify what Starfield might do to them because first of all, it's not on their platform. Second of all, it's also inside of a subscription service that if you have, you can literally pay, pay, you know, play play it without having to pay for it. So I think that has a lot to do with it too. But I don't think Sony like made the decision to you know, avoid Starfield. I just think that the game just isn't going to be ready until October. I think if it was ready in September, they would have announced it during um, their own showcase because that was kind of the one thing that was kind of funny to me is like this this would have hit a, i think the i mean they they had some really good announcements around it but i think it would have hit a little bit harder if they would have said october 20th during the playstation showcase and not during you know the you know summer game fest you know not saying it was terrible i just think it would have hit better at their own showcase but the game obviously wasn't ready at the moment for them to announce and say that that was going to be the date uh, so I don't th- I think that's kind of what a week they were later. About. I feel like no. I, look, I feel like they knew what the date was when they did the PlayStation Showcase. They just didn't tell us there. And no, they, I, that's what I'm and thinking. They, and yeah. they gave it to Jeff Keighley for whatever reason. I Why give it to Jeff Keighley? I, I love man. Well, well, because I think I, I mean this is the I mean so so, so Keighley talks to all these guys and he and he does the pull right and works with them and negotiates for. What content are they going to provide to the show? Mm. And if you're and if you're not going to provide content that makes Summer Game Fest a thing, then there's no point in you being there. And, and I think from a marketing perspective, all, all of these companies are competing against each other at Summer Game Fest, right? They're competing for airtime. They're competing for their time slot. Right. They're competing for significance. And so I, I'm with slow mo. I mean, just just based on the way software engineering works, I I, I feel I personally feel like it's highly unlikely that. A, a week of development time move the needle move the needle on, that much on, yeah. on, on what the projection was on when the game was going to be ready i think they knew the way i've been thinking about it is 
the only way I think that you could an analyze it, you know, wh why they split it up is look at, the, I mean, assume that the total set of marketing information that was available for the showcase and Summer Game Fest was what you saw at the showcase and what you saw today from PlayStation, which was essentially the Spider-Man date and, and the Final Fantasy VII trailer, right? Then make a pick of those what you're going to give the Keeley because you got to give him something, you know? That's and then and then decide if you're gonna try to be significant at Summer Game Fest when you have eyes from lots of different people from lots of different platforms, right? Or or hold it for your own showcase. Um, my my feeling is is putting the date on their own showcase. I don't know that they would have sold more PlayStation Fives than putting the date in Summer Game Fest. So, I mean, I think it just came down to a six or one half dozen. The other, what content are we going to give to Keeley? Is, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you might be right. I think that's kind of, kind of a, a thought process on it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 I. I. I, I definitely agree with you. Um. The last game show, well, which is also something that I saw some people complaining about. This. Why was this here, but not the PlayStation Showcase? Was. Uh, Final, Final Fantasy. VII Tired of them showing that Re period. We, we talk about the period. And why they keep showing that game, dude? The game is literally come out in two weeks. No, not sixteen. Final Fantasy Seven oh. Rebirth. They oh, showed, Rebirth. They showed oh, yeah, gameplay yeah. of Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth. Oh, I didn't see that. I need to go watch that. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I, I got it showing now. Um, it oh, is, I watch it on your stream. It, it looked. Is it and everything it, that we thought it would be slow-mo? Absolutely. <laughs> and it it, 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 it it starts to ask some questions. Because, you know, this is a little bit different than the original game. And it, it's going to get further and further different to the point where even um, uh, one of the developers uh, said that uh, he didn't think you would need to play Remake to play Rebirth. And I'm like, what? Like, how different is Rebirth going to be? Like, they already kind of broken fate um, from the, the um, um, uh, which is kind of like spoiling what happened in, in, in Remake, but whatever, right? They kind of broke mm -hmm. fate where they now aren't like on the whole timeline of what happened in the original Final Fantasy VII story, which is the reason why it's not really a remake. It's more of like a, a, a sequel, like, mm -hmm. like Back to the Future 2 or something, right? Um, but there are things that are, were said in this trailer that got me thinking that I'm not quite a hundred percent certain on what I, like, I, I, like there were certain things that like Tifa said about like cloud, not being in Niflheim five years ago, which, you know, of course she would feel that way because, you know, he kind of hid who he was. He was being a Shimra soldier instead of, cause he never made actual soldier then, so that you know he was he was ashamed but so she didn't know that he was there when he was there but like there's a there's a comment that Sephiroth says at the end and they show the part where um where, where Tifa after Sephiroth lays waste and the Denifelheim and he in the Mako reactor and she grabs Zack's sword and she and she attacks him and he makes a comment and I don't know whether they're doing some voiceover stuff with his voice over what we were seeing to kind of show up, but he made it, uh, he, it seems like they are insinuating 
that Tifa is not Tifa. That he mm. killed Tifa back then and that that she isn't really who, who he claims to be, which I'm thinking there's more of they're, they're kind of like trying to throw us a curveball to kind of like get speculation talking and whatnot because we this is a trailer we don't know for certain for certain but I right. thought that was thought that was very interesting I like that the so for those who play intermission which was the uh, expansion that they did after the remake which had Yuffie and I forgot the other guy's name. Um, Yuffie and this, and, the, and this other guy they introduced into the combat this synergy system where you can kind of like you with another player on your on your squad can team up and do attacks and you see that all through the gameplay they showed you see them teaming up and doing attacks so I think that's uh, I, I I wondered when I played intermission how they would in, like bring that into the gameplay of the of the the next game and I, it so far it looks like it did a really good job of it um for say i know you beat final fantasy 7 remake <laughs> game logic did go. you did you play remake at all i think i uh played it for a very small amount of time when it was in game pass you mean, huh? Oh, you mean the, uh, you mean the original yeah, Final Fantasy yeah, Seven? Yeah, yeah. Which, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I know some people like, will be about to be like, "What? Where? Yeah, yeah, I was like to say, like, hold up now. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, so so you're not really uh, up on this whole what, what we're talking about, which is fine, which is fine. Is, is it? I'm not. I uh, I talked to Brap about it a little bit earlier today, and uh, and, and and I get it. I get it. Um, but it's, it's, I, I saw people like super excited that this thing dropped and I'm like, and I mean, they didn't, they didn't show hardly any gameplay, but I, I guess, I mean, you oh, know what did. the gameplay is if you, well, no, I'm, yeah, yes, but it, but yeah, but the gameplay is not, I mean, so now we see them running across the map. I don't necessarily consider that really gameplay, but um, but I mean you you know what the combat is if you played the first one, right? right? So I, I don't the, know that there was that much of them for their show. The, 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 always... the combat they show is actual like it's not cutscene like right now with the rock thing that's more of like a introduction to a boss kind of cutscene. But when you see Red Thirteen running around, when you see Barris shooting his gun, when you see. Uh, Tifa and um, and Aerith do a team up together. All of that's actual combat. I can tell that's actual combat because you actually you see the uh, the little like uh, the menu stuff there on at, on the screen too, and you see the damage being taken off. And I mean, it's literally like what the combat looks like. So they did they did show gameplay. It's just uh, no, yeah. I just I didn't I didn't think it was I didn't think it was gameplay of an amount or of significance that really like revealed anything that we wouldn't have like kind of assumed the game like mm -hmm. my, my, my point on this is and, and look i i love people who love video games <laughs> but i know i've always thought of the final fantasy fandom as kind of being in that corner that's very akin to the bethesda fandom which is there's a lot of fervor that i don't necessarily understand um and that's fine i don't have to understand it but you know that results in things like you know you, you you see this for a game that you knew was coming out and and 
and there's some responses that make it seem like it's the second coming. Oh, okay, look, look. <laughs> I will agree that Final Fantasy is not it's not like a a hit every single time. I be personally I haven't really enjoyed a mainline release of Final Fantasy since like 9. And we're on 16. <laughs> so, look. So, like, 4, 6, 7, 8, and 9. Love them. I love those games. Um, and this remake is a remake of 7, of course. And I, uh, that's one of my favorite RPGs. So, I'm, I'm all in on that. I feel like they definitely have. Buffett's 7 remake is awesome. And I, it was great. Uh, I think a lot of the uh, the excitement for this, I, I can definitely understand like the whole Bethesda thing. I think, well, though I think Bethesda fans are they are a little. It's going. I'm a I'm a I'm a wrinkle some feathers with this one. A little delusional, o- overly forgiving. Yes, know. like like it's charm. Those those bugs ain't charm, bro. Um, or you know, like it's, it's a lot of stuff that happens with that. That like they, they allow with Bethesda games that like if any other developer did it, it's it's it, it's stoned them, in you know in in town square kind of time, right? Yeah, um, like I don't I, I don't understand the PlayStation fans who are upset about Bethesda games like being taken exclusive. I'm like. Bethesda pretty much shown that they never really cared that much about the PlayStation platform in general. Anyway, I don't really know what people are upset about. If I was going to play a Bethesda game, it, it damn sure wouldn't be on a PlayStation platform. <laughs> um, but well, one thing I will say that's different with Final Fantasy, especially especially with Square when it comes to it compared to Bethesda, is that Bethesda has their their game design, their format, and they stick to it. They adhere to it, and it's, it's what their fans want, right? Um, there is a section of Final Fantasy fans that are not happy with the direction of Square with Final Fantasy. They don't like the way uh, uh, the DMC style of combat that uh, that's far more action and far less uh, what you expect from a, uh, a traditional RPG when it comes to Final, for Final Fantasy 16. And they were also the same people that didn't like the combat for Final Fantasy 7 Remake, which of course Rebirth is just kind of building upon that and continuing on so uh i will say that, that when it comes to this franchise with square they're more willing to take risk and to uh uh try to deliver an experience that they think that the the majority of gamers will want while also trying to keep to their roots which i mean we'll see with 16 um if they're able to to achieve that or not i'm i i, I think they have but i ain't played the game yet so who what, what do i know but uh, I think with Bethesda, Bethesda is they're going to do what their their core community wants. I, f- I feel like they they know what's going to work for them, and they'll just do that. That's always yeah, I how mean, I feel about Starfield. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean I've, I've mentioned this on Brat before and other places. Like I, I always look at these things as you know, did it did it is it going to move the needle on the on the business that's associated? Is it going to impact the addressable market of of gamers who are who are not me right my my assessment of how the rest of the gaming market actually takes it up not the gaming community right because i think a thing that often gets very confused is that the gaming community especially the gaming community on twitter is not the gaming market right which is why 92 percent of the time that you see a take on gaming twitter that that attempts to trade in the areas of either the technology of the industry software development in general 
or the or the finances of the business is most often wrong um and, and then whether or not it impacts me personally as a gamer um so for me personally this didn't do anything because i'm just not a super huge final fantasy fan or i'm not a final fantasy guy um i i think the trailer was good for the final fantasy fandom um to get to see it at the at the bookend of summer game fest um especially after jeff did the uh, did the head fake i think mm-hmm. midway through the, through the game fest <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it was a really crazy head fake <laughs> And then, uh, and then I, th- I think this was good positioning for it from a marketing perspective for for Square Enix and for PlayStation. Um, I, I think it, I think it did what it needed to do. Um, I, I think, it, you know, again, I go back to the thing we talked about earlier, which is, you know, what was the choice? Do you put this in the PlayStation Showcase or Summer Game Fest? I, I, I think six or one half dozen the other. I think it worked as effectively here as it would have worked during the showcase. Um, maybe arguably a skosh more. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's, it's a W for Square Enix. And, and I would say not so for PlayStation because they didn't get a chance to put it in their show. But hey, look, screens don't care where it shows up <laughs> as long as eyes no, got on not it. Really and, at all. And and the uh, the general sentiment is is positivity. They're fine. They're happy. But that was that was the you know summer game fest. Uh, I, I think um, I think it was better than their previous ones. I think it's probably the best uh, summer games fest that Jeff Keighley has has held, which isn't saying much because I don't think the show was like super great or anything. There was definitely a lot of filler there. I was definitely starting to doze a little bit near the end, um, but better than the PlayStation showcase from last week. So I can't, I can't really say uh, oh, man. it's Look the worst, the this. worst one that I've seen this year or anything. <laughs> um, I, I know we can kind of, that, that took a, like a hour and a half. So let's, let's, let's speed this up. Let's, let's talk about Diablo four. Oh, okay. Final Fantasy, hold up. Oh, okay. <laughs> can, I give, can I give one shout too? Okay, go, okay, so, go, go ahead, go ahead. So I, will, I won't go through everything else, but I will say uh, one probably the most significant thing that we didn't go over was uh, that I personally liked was uh, Warhammer Space Marine too. Oh uh, yeah, um, I did. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, they did show. Especially that. given that you know we, depending on what happens with the showcase, you know we we haven't heard and we don't know that we're going to see anything from Gears of War. Your prediction was that we're not going to see it anytime soon, just given where that game might be in its development cycle. Um, and, and kind of how co- the coalition's, you know, attention is split right now. Um, you know, this may be the closest thing to a Gears of War that we might see for a while. So, uh, so looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, Forte, for there was something you wanted to say about Final Fantasy? Aerith is Bay, And I almost love her as much as I love Miranda Lawson. That is all. Okay. <laughs> that is all. Let's talk Earth about Diablo. Let's talk Let's about Diablo. Talk about, we yeah. As much as I love Final Fantasy, uh, I can't. I, I can't. I can't talk about that until I actually see it. That story is so different now. Um, it's familiar, but it's not, and that's what I love about it the most so far. But yes, Diablo. Let's talk about it. Diablo Four is is. I feel like it's got the got. The, uh, the gaming community, the overall gaming community in a, in a stronghold. Fastest selling Blizzard game ever, which considering their history and their pedigree and, and well, yeah, their pedigree and the games that they have released in the past, that says a lot. Um, it's, been a, it's been a major success for them. High quality game. I'm really enjoying it. We all are playing it. Um, Let's let's discuss it. Let's discuss it. Forte, what, what are your thoughts on on Diablo Four after playing uh, it for who knows how many hours? 
Oh, great. It's amazing. Guess what? Slow-mo, you're going to hear some, you're going to hear some, some blasphemous from me. Remember when I said a game of a certain caliber already won game of the year? Boy, boy, oh boy. It's, you know, you think, me. You as, think it's different now? Man, it might be a little different now. <laughs> it's a chance. Like, look, I didn't, I didn't expect Diablo. I knew it was going to be good. I didn't expect it to be this good. I didn't expect it to be this fun. I didn't expect, I didn't expect it to captivate as many people as it is captivated to want to play this game. Um, the fact that it's a co-op game too kind of brings a little bit more credence to the fact that a lot of people can enjoy this with friends. It's cross-platform play. It's got really good Metacritic scores, really good um, uh, overall user scores. Do I think it's going to win game of the year? No, I still think Tears of Kingdom is going to pull that boy out. But this being the type of game that I that I love and being way more invested into anything else, this game has this game has some staying power. And the only reason I, can I really say wish you would have said that part about Tears of the Kingdom before I sent that tweet. Because I just sent what? a tweet saying that Forte out here thinking that uh, Diablo 4 is going to beat Tears of the Kingdom for game of the year. No, listen, why are you going to say, see, look, I, I, I still think Tears is going to win. I just think that this game has a really good eye. Remember when we were talking, I don't, I don't know if it was you, but some, I think it was you. You said that there's a chance with all of these other games that one. No, I think it was Attic. I was talking to Attic on the Attic show. And he was like, it's, it's a chance that one of these games, he said, I don't know if the, it's going to happen, but he was like, something has the opportunity. And he actually talked about Diablo. He said that, he said Diablo, from what he hears, has got a really good chance of being a really, really surprising good game to a lot of people. And that that game could be the sleeper for this year when it comes to the game of year announcements and stuff. And I didn't expect it to be. I I, I kind of scoffed at him, so I apologize, Attic. You know, the the game is everything that you probably thought it was going to be, and probably a little bit more. But the the thing I love about this game the most, it's simplistic. It's like you can jump in, you can play with any character. Now, some characters are better to play with during certain parts of the game. So, like, sorcerers and rogues are better to play through the campaign because you can do everything from range and everything, and it's a little bit more palatable to get through the campaign than it is to go through, a, you know, slogging through with a jurid, you know, where you got to hit everything in the head up close. But you can play this game the way you want to play it. You know, the progression is really cool. Like, if you jump into a party with somebody, it always keeps the save for the lowest party member in the party. So if the lowest party member plays, you know, with somebody else, it will still keep the lower save for you. So you don't have to worry about, you know, jumping in a, a game with your friend and losing your save progress and everything. I think it was very, very ingenious the way that they went through to like make sure that your progression doesn't get lost even if you're playing with other people, which we know a lot of other games struggle with. That's something that they all struggle with for the most part. But uh weapon diversity really good the one thing you got to do in games like this is the loot has to rain from the heavens and and it, at no point in this game am i starving for loot it's almost a, a, a it's almost a war in attrition to figure out when do i need to go back to my stash to stash this to use on extra characters or when do i need to start breaking stuff down i can i gotta check my durability on my weapons to make sure that i'm not losing 10 percent every time i die you know it's 
it's it's it's like this balancing act that I forgot that I love so much in Diablo 2 and Diablo 3 that they kind of brung back to the forefront. And I haven't really even played with other people yet. It's mostly just playing by myself and seeing people. And this is probably the one thing that I like the most. When you're running around the open world and you're not in like particular dungeons or something like that or side quests, you just see random people in the world because it's a shared world experience. And that wasn't the same thing that you did in Diablo, you know. I got before, I got like, some smoke for that. You said you got what? I got some smoke for that. Although that really? is a although, although that is a nice feature and it's cool yeah. to run into other people doing some of the same things I'm doing and whatnot. See, yeah. see guys just riding past me on horses. I, I, I could do without that experience to not have be waiting in queues to get into this game. You still waiting queues? I haven't waited in the queue since day one. Bruh, I, I was trying to play earlier and it told me I had, <laughs> it said, we have added you to a queue you have 1,752 minutes to go. And I was just like, what? Oh, wow. That's crazy. I didn't go on. And then I checked I on the queue in a minute. And I checked on Reddit and I checked on Twitter. And people were complaining at that time about basically they've been having, and, and, and this, it was bound to happen, of course. Like, I mean, like, they were going to have server. This, it's an online game. Every online game especially when it first comes out, has got issues with getting people into the game, got issues with, with be doing those kind of things. My whole issue is just that, like, could if you wanted to play offline, could you have just provide uh, uh, the ability to do that? If you wanted to play solo offline, allow allow people to do that if you want to play with your friends of course you're gonna to need to get online you're gonna to need to get get logged in all that good stuff it's just yeah uh it's been it's been a bit frustrating for me or at least at least for me on that part um because i i had to i was i had some time to play earlier and i literally spent like 10 minutes waiting for it to let me in with no real explanation right. on what was going on and so then I just quit, and then I, try, I had to come back and try like I wanted to record some gameplay for the for the, the the podcast, and I had to wait and do that later on. So I, I, I that's my that's one of my little minor minor gripes with the game. Um, for the most part, it's been running fine on my PC, and I'm having a great time with it. Uh, it's I, I got my uh, my Necromancer, which like my build is i i use decompose to to drain the life off of, out of enemies from a distance then i got like four skeleton warriors three skeleton mages and a golem that's just basically are uh, that i call them my army of darkness because i'm just like they are handling things and the way i spec out my um my build right now is that i'm giving them all the health all the damage i possibly can and whenever they we do with like a mini boss or a boss where they, they start to get low i just start refreshing bringing more in off of the dead bodies that's in the ground and then I, this new thing i'm doing now is i i got the uh i've modified the corpse explosion ability mm -hmm. to to basically be like a darkness bomb and so on the parts in the gameplay where you see where it just gets black and it's just like this smoke that's there 
the damage over time on that on the enemies is is ridiculous. So my, it my is build pretty is pretty ridiculous. My build is great. I'm loving it. I'm having a great time with the game, and this is what is what I expected and what what I what I uh, knew would, would would come from this because because I, I just had confidence that they would deliver on that. I'm, and I'm enjoying the story too. I'm uh, I'm enjoying it um, 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 fairly much. Uh, Logic, what were your what, what's your thoughts on on Diablo Four so far? Uh, well, I'm playing on PlayStation Five, uh, just based on a random coin flip. I'll eventually pick it up on PC as well. Uh, I'm having a good time with it. I've always had a good time with uh, the Diablo games. I'm also playing a Necromancer. Um, although my, uh, my stick is uh, I play a necro without necessarily running around using summon all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Although I, I see you're here, uh, you're, you're you're here spamming it, doing uh, <laughs> doing the uh, doing the layman's approach. But I, uh, I appreciate <laughs> oh, we got shade. Hey, look, man. I, Tell I, him I, about himself. I, I like I like to uh, I like to surround myself with with, with, <laughs> with, with powerful individuals. I'll make myself feel even more powerful. I, I like to tell them where to go and what to do and what to destroy. So that's how I'm, I'm having fun with it. Uh, you were showing the, you know, my two nits with it so far is um, you, I, you were showing the skill tree uh, a little while ago. And mm-hmm. that's just, I mean, for me personally, again, from, you know, having spent some time doing UI design and system design, um, I I feel like that's an eye candy approach and, and more form of a wait. Yeah, more form over function. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it looks neat the way it's spatially laid out, but I also feel like they could have just done it. I would have preferred this. I'll especially be bothered by this when I start playing it on PC. They could have just put that in, in the old style, you know, vertical pane and squeezed a lot more information, a lot more icons on screen um, and just presented more information, you know, with with uh, with mouse tip flyovers. Um, I, I feel like that's a little bit of a consolization of, of the design. Um, so it's, you know, to accommodate people who are going to be playing on a large screen TVs kind of sat back um, from the display. Um, so and there's one other, there was one other UI design knit that I, uh, in, uh, yeah, inventory management. I think inventory management works good, um, again, for the way that it's laid out for the console. Um, but, uh, you know, but it, it, on console, what I do is the way I've historically played Diablo, and this is a me thing. I I spend a lot of time doing inventory management because I kind of insist on using like a bunch of different types of weapons. But mm-hmm. on console, what I wind up doing is I just I just arm the most powerful weapon and I just leave it at that. Like I, I'm not bothered with you know using a variety of weapons and approaches, um, just because it, it would be a pain in the butt to try and manage that inventory, um, you know, with the with the game controller. Um, from a market perspective. Um, I personally think the, the the take on this being a game of the year contender, and I don't mean your take forte, but I mean, uh, you know, from the gaming community, yeah. um, is, is overblown. Um, I think, quite honestly, I know it's not going to be a popular opinion. People are not going to like me saying it. I think it's, it's um, console players, many of whom, whom haven't really gotten like a, a simultaneous release on both PC and console. Um, mm-hmm. For a Diablo game, I'm kind of joining in that in that fervor um, and kind of feeling overhyped for something that they haven't really gotten before, um, and and that's drawing like Diablo is fun, but Diablo is also kind of comfort food. It's a it's a comfort. It's I mean, 
it, it's it's hardcore and it looks like the way that it looks but it's really kind of like a cozy game almost to a certain extent um mm -hmm. it, it, it hits a lot of those fires a lot of those dopamine centers um and does the things that it needs to do but like diablo 4 doesn't really do anything that's a really big long stretch beyond diablo 2 and diablo 3 um it's a great game i'm gonna have tons of fun playing it the mainline campaign is what like 18 hours um so, so I, I just think it's getting a lot more popularity maybe than um, I, I might think is warranted or might normally be the case. Um, but it's a good game. I'm having fun playing it. Uh, you know, I'm glad people are getting it, um, you know, on, on all sorts of platforms. Um, so, uh, you know. How, how has performance been for you on, play, on PS5 right now? On PS5, it defaults to 4K60. Um and I haven't I've dug through the menus but I don't see any options for you know to, to prefer quality or performance um, again I, this is the type of game that I don't know you know that it's gonna necessarily benefit a lot from 120 for 120 frames per second on console um, and I haven't I haven't gone in and deliberately tried to strangle the the ps5 to like 1440p to see if it'll bop you know bump to 120 um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it looks fine. I just don't see any any options for having it render any other way um, when when you have, uh, you know, other than it just defaulting to 4K 60. Ooh. Yeah, I. I, uh, I, I think... uh, Forty before you go, go let me get the super chat. Shout out to Enrique with a two dollar super chat. It says slow mo froze a bear and split it and part apart. Let's go. It, yeah, I, I I played some uh, uh, with Enrique uh, last night as well as. Uh, uh, did we get, we didn't get a chance to play earlier today, but we, we definitely played last night. And um, uh, he's got a druid, and and I came in with you know with the the, the squad, the army of darkness, and, <laughs> the, the army of darkness, and we, we 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 was handling some things. So yeah, all right, go ahead, go ahead, Forte. No, yeah, I I, I agree with game lot. You know, I didn't even kind of think about it that way, and um, I definitely know you were in it because you know people that people that played Diablo in the past know what this is it's like that you it does if those dopamines do hit real hard in this game and i do i didn't think about the fact that this is literally the first time in a long time you know i mean pretty no, much no this ever, is the first really. time period that it's, well, it's yeah, been a, a simultaneous release on, on pc and console yeah because i do think diablo 3 would have had the same i mean probably not the same because of the auction house was kind of trash back then when it first launched and even staunch the uh diablo people couldn't stand the way diablo systems were back then and they had to do a lot of work underneath the hood to get it the way to where it ended up being a really really functional great game but yeah i do now that i think about it yeah man it, it, it i think a lot of the conversation is the fact that it is something that people are experiencing for the first time you know diablo has always been a great franchise but people either just skipped over three because it was just a game that they said, oh, Diablo 3 is coming to consoles finally. But there's really no hype or fanfare behind it because it's already been a game that's been out on a, on the PC platform. And if you really wanted to play it, you would have just played it over there. Now that it's actually on console, you're hearing a lot more buzz, people going on and playing and seeing exactly what the game is like. The one thing that I do, and like I said, it's all quality of life stuff that i think that really makes this game stand apart from a lot of others because it's real simple but the the respecting in this game just literally you're not tied to any build yeah. like you can literally just go in 
move stuff around and then if you want to take points away from something or just reset your whole talent tree you can and it's without you, without a penalty or you being punished for it yeah i mean the penalty well, is you pay paying gold you pay yeah. gold to do it but like but I, I think like the my first two or three times respecting my build i didn't get i, I didn't get charged anything but the yeah, last time anything. I did it, I got charged like like five k or something like that. Something yeah, but small. At, but at a yeah. certain point, you're going to have something. The one thing about people don't the one thing people probably don't realize about Diablo is once you get to you know the end game and you beat the campaign and you really want to respect to change your characters and stuff, you're going to be swimming in so much gold. Just, gold ain't going to be an issue. So the yeah. fact that they only charge you to respect for gold. Is, is, is pretty much a nothing thing. Now, this is the thing that's going to interest me the most. Once seasons start, how many people are going to be saying the same thing when your seasonal character becomes the new character and you have to level that character up in order to play um, the new, the new, get the new abilities, the new content, and you're basically willing to leave your old character in the non-seasonal model. Because that's what they do in Diablo. So the characters we're playing with right now are the characters that are all they're gonna be like our forever characters. And then you're gonna have you're gonna cause they're, they're gonna break and it then, up. You're and gonna then have when they have seasons, you just take and a break, a fresh have, character. Yeah. You take a fresh yeah. character, go through the seasonal stuff, and then you get all the seasonal gear, all the seasonal um benefits and everything. And that stuff doesn't hit your non-character, your non-seasonal character until that next season hits. So it's pretty much like how paragons work. It's like your paragon levels from the previous season will kind of bleed over to your non-seasonal seasons after the season is over, just so you always feel like you're getting progression on your old characters and stuff. I want to see how people react to the fact that they got to redo stuff however long Diablo seasons go. Is that same that same excitement going to be there to say, Oh, I want to go. I want to try this new build. They got this new cool ability that's going to be for the Druid. And I want to jump in there and see what that's like. But I have to do it on a seasonal character. And I'm not getting those benefits on the character I put a hundred hours into until the season is over. That's where I think a lot of people are going to really catch what Diablo is truly about at that point. But for the people that are, you know, into all that stuff, this is great. I can't wait till the seasonal model comes, but we'll see how people feel once that starts happening, which I think next month is when they are. I forget the date, but they announced next month being the date for the first season officially started because they want to give people a chance to beat the campaign, get as high level as they can, experience some of the in-game stuff right now before they hit you upside the head and said, okay, time for you to start new seasonal characters. Uh, but that doesn't mean you don't have to you, you don't have to stop playing with your regular characters. You just don't see none of the benefits of the new stuff in the game unless you start seasonal characters. And that's what I'm waiting to see how people react to that. And, and one of the things I'll, I'll mention too, they've, I mean, they've, I mean, to get this buzz and to get this hype, they have, Blizzard has leaned very heavily on marketing yeah. shenanigans mm -hmm. to get Yes, here. they have. And I, I, I mean, I, I say that like as a derogatory statement, but but as a case study, like it's it's been a masterclass in marketing to a certain extent. Like they lean heavily on this thing that World of Warcraft players have done of their own accord. Wasn't anything that Blizzard prompted them to do, but Blizzard leaned on that and prompted players and said, "Hey, do your race to 100, right?" And and that's what you know caused a lot of the fervor and the buzz. Um, and, and look, man, the the, the Megan Fox. Add, like it's 
That's gold. <laughs> they did. A, they did. A, they did a good job dropping that one. So you know, I mean, it's 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 just it's got a lot of buzz here in the launch window, and, and like Forte said, it's going to be interesting to see if it continues. Um, right. You, you can make that Megan Fox uh, video uh, some an uh, in, in ad campaign, and, and that'll keep a lot of it going. But you know, we'll, we'll see how the grind goes. Uh, quick question before uh, for you guys before we switch over. Do you guys think that uh, this game will be one of the nominees for Game of the Year at the end of the year? Or are you like Forte where you you think it might actually have a shot at winning? I think it's gonna. I think it get in there. I don't think it's gonna win though. I just think. I just think that I think the long lasting appeal of the game is gonna kind of fall off for people the longer the game is out compared to games like you know starfield that's probably going to be in there which is going to be the hype is going to be the realest when starfield because it comes out in september you're going to be still in that window of excitement by the time that the you know the votes get casted for that game but i think zelda is going to be that game that's going to kind of just permeate and you know live on throughout the whole entire year but Diablo, I think, will be there. It just, I just don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna, you know, do anything crazy at it. Even though, and I feel like this is probably the best version of Diablo they ever made. Yeah, I think it's gonna get squeezed out. I don't think it'll get into the goatee category. I, I oh, think it'll okay. definitely get into. And and I don't, I don't know the game. I don't know the TGA award categories in t- like the back of my hand because they, they get weird. It's usually on six. Some ones. Um, Six well, but I, I was going to say, I, I think it'll get into the RPG of the year or whatever oh, yeah, easily, genre easily. thing it drops into. But I, I think it'll get squeezed out of goatee because you got, you got Tears of the Kingdom, you got Final Fantasy, you'll have Starfield, you'll have Spider-Man, that's four. You're going to have yep. a, dare I use the term, token indie, so that's five. Oh, no, you're right. <laughs> that's what so, I call I mean, it. At least <laughs> one slot, and I just from the way that we're seeing things get inserted into the into the remainder of the year lineup that we didn't know were coming i'm just gonna i'm just gonna lean on you know that that one slot is gonna wind up getting taken up from somebody else it could, could be jedi survivor could be uh could be something else that's coming out later this year that you know is people are looking into but it could turn out to be really really big um but yeah uh diablo 4 is awesome um, i'm enjoying it and a lot of people are. We're gonna move on to uh, another game that um, um, people aren't, a lot of people aren't enjoying right now, and that's uh, Halo Infinite. Oh, so man. Halo Infinite season four drops June twentieth, I think, or the nineteenth, one of those. Um, and so season four is coming. And with season four is uh, infection mode, which should have been there at launch. Um, but it, additionally, uh, a career rank is also being implemented where, uh, initially it was, it was thought of that it would, uh, have a daily cap to progression on career rank, which, uh, so glad that that wasn't true. Cause that would have been, um, really stupid of them. Uh, but there is no, uh, cap for, uh, for the, the career rank progression and all three of us here have enjoyed some halo infinite so i thought it would be a good nice little topic a little little change up you know to discuss this game and and it's uh it's 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 multiplayer future with with this season four uh 
Logic, you probably have played him, definitely have played him more than Forte has. But what are your thoughts about season four and uh, and in the, in the career range? Uh, I don't really have any. I uh, I made my decision to part ways. Um, so, I mean, I've I've noticed the news go by my windshield, but uh, I haven't had enough interest to to dig into it deeply. Cool. So so that it doesn't doesn't um, interest you enough to bring to pull you back in or anything like that. It it as as marketing content does not. I will say my the the only thing that's tempted me to come back is uh is nostalgia. I was watching a uh, I, I was watching one of my live streams of uh, of our matches when, when we used to play together. Yeah. Um, with with, with Brap and stuff today, and I was like, oh, man, those were such good times. Um, but that's you know that's been nothing done by you know three four three <laughs> or, or Xbox themselves. Right. It's, but yeah, I, I got some clips of of, of, of that from uh, uh, on my TikTok uh, of us. Remember, it was actually all four of us. It was like it was the three of us in Enrique, and we won that that one Team Slayer match where we came back. I think the other team had like forty nine, and we had like forty two. And we was, came. Was that what the guys started teabagging? So we got angry and came back. Not that one. Not that one. That was <laughs> okay. actually we, we destroyed that team like fifty to thirty or something like that because they were teabagging. But no, this is this was another match we were losing the entire time, but we weren't losing by a lot. And then we came back, and it's like I actually posted it on my TikTok because it was such an epic comeback. Because um, we didn't allow them to get any kills until well, I think one guy killed me right at the end. But we had just got fifty right before then. But I, I always remember it because because you screamed Chick Fil A <laughs> randomly out of nowhere after you like headshot somebody, and it was just the funniest thing in the world. But um um no, just like yeah, we the 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 multiplayer in this game is good. The gunplay is good. It's solid. It's the best gunplay three four three has ever done. It's just the problem is that like the game should have came out when it came out. The content wasn't there and they're slowly bringing stuff in but it's just like this the community is so small at this point i bet go ahead you were about to say yeah something. it did sorry it i mean we're i mean where i fell off and, and where i dropped halo infinite i mean in, in to a greater extent xbox in general was it it didn't make the tra successful transition to game as a service um mm -hmm. it was i mean i i, I just got out of xbox entirely what a month ago um, so about a month ago, in, in in you know the midst of season three, we hadn't been given an end date for season three, um, and uh, and I was in matches and I was still playing right even when you guys like weren't like I was still playing, I was in matches middle of middle ish of season three, and I was getting cycled in with the same players mm -hmm. like three matches out of four within an hour. Yeah, yeah, you, and I'm like that. Same that people. communicates. That communicates to me that, that that they haven't done what you know whatever it was that that a company that a business would have needed to do to have a player base in here, right? That 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 keeps the numbers up and 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 drives the engagement, right? That it that it needs to be. Um, so I mean, there's some there's some very skinny possibilities that I would ever get back in, um, but but right now I'm out. Got you, Forte. Your thoughts on season four and career rank? Uh, too little, too late, man. I saw when I, I looked at that and I was like, man, these career ranks look cool. But I said, where was this 
seven months ago, eight months ago, shoot, a year ago, you know, it's it's like at a certain point, it's like, ain't nobody looking for Halo. That's the problem. Halo is supposed to be a game that you're supposed to be like, when the new season drops, you should be excited. But they didn't allow the player base to erode so much to the point where the only people that really play the game are the super hardcore. And hey, let's be for real, Halo's not one of those games that you just, you know, jump back into and you just you 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 right where you left off at. You know, there is a little nuance to that kind of gameplay. Uh, if you can, if you're good at shooters, you're good at shooters, but you still got to get back into it's, it. And sometimes you just I, don't want to do I that. I think it's the fairest first person shooter that's out there. Oh, yes. it absolutely is. If you put the time in, you will be great at that game. It's not it's not about you know, it's not about um overall um how much you play it. It's just that if you're just consistent in the things that you do in that game, you will be successful in that game. But the yeah, thing is you will skill, hit a wall. Knowing the maps, knowing knowing the how to how to play the game. It's yep, it's, that's it's, it. It's not necessarily and I, and there's no shade against other first person shooters, but like you know, like you'll, you'll see, like there, there's some first-person shooters where there's progression for weapon, and third-person shooters too, just shooters in general, where weapon progression and and unlocking of attachments and tune the ability to tune things can really give people an advantage over if you, especially if you know what you're doing, over your your you know the the, the people that you're you're going up against, and and in Halo it's just nah. You know, we we doing this mode, and everybody's starting with the same gun, <laughs> same weapon. Now, you know, there of course there are power ups and 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 special weapons throughout the map that you know you, you fight over. But uh, if you want to dominate, well, you better learn how to be good with a battle rifle. You better learn oh, how yeah. to be good with 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 the, the the tools that everyone else has there are no different not tuned any different they are exactly the same as everyone else and so it's i've always looked at it as like I, I it's it's like first first person shooter really i mean i played doom before this but i don't really care about doom this is this halo is is it for me it's my so i'm, I'm always going to kind of play it but it's uh it's unfortunate that like it's just it, it it's it not in a place where it, it's it, it i always kind of feel like it doesn't matter what they do this game isn't going to get anywhere near the player base that it, it had at launch back and i think no, that yeah. the game that they have right now if they launch this game as it is right now at launch it 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 would be it would have a ton of people still playing it not everybody but it would still have a lot of people still playing it let me ask you about the career does the career ranks essentially instantiate something that is similar to prestige in call of duty yes except with prestige okay. it goes away after a season and with career rank in halo infinite it's it's never going to go away it's kind of like it how it, like remember with uh was it halo 3 or halo reach one of it's them. Halo 3 that had the progression with the crescent moon and the moon. Like if you hit level 50, you got those emeralds to that and you had to fight to keep that level. So the way that they're doing it is it's you still have, you know how they had the divisions before. Yeah, you know, Onyx, Platinum and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They still have that. But what they're doing now is they're associating. Yeah. Yeah. They, but what they're yeah, that's for rank. So and what that they're goes doing away now. After a season. 
and that goes after wait for a season but what they're doing now is they're associating your overall ranking in the same way where you get onyx platinum and everything but now you get emblems that is tied to your character and, and that everyone can see it that, it's, it, it, that, anyone can look anyone looks at your character they see your emblem they know what your rank is they yeah they don't know, know that rank. you're a yeah even though you may be you may be an onyx player and let's say you know rank you know you never could see that unless you were playing against people that was in rank but now they'll have that same progression in just regular quick play team slayer and everything like that where you can see your overall ability against other guardians and then your emblem changes and it's like it has the same like style of emblem for like the highest version of general but it changes ever so slightly to get a little bit more pronounced the higher in onyx and platinum and stuff you get and then it, so you could be a general of platinum but that's not the same as being a general under onyx and yeah. onyx general is the highest rank you can get in the game which is the top tier so i like that they're doing that but i just feel like it's too late only people that the people that gonna care about this are the people that still playing the game honestly yeah yeah um and you may be able to pull some people some of the people who aren't playing it but are playing the master chief collection off of the master yeah, collection back but finally, that's also yeah. a small like really like they kind of like i mean they're like maybe slightly smaller than the halo infinite community or maybe the same size so it's that much of like that's not the, really the people that you want to come back you want the people that you want the quarter million people who are playing the multiplayer at launch yeah. to, to come back and give it a shot which is it's, it's not going to happen unfortunately i want my kids and my kids kids to come back <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is kind of something that I threw in here at the last second because it's something that happened literally maybe an hour or hour and a half before before we went live, and that is um, Atlas, um, who you know, makes the Persona games and Shimagami Tensei RPGs as well. Atlas kind of had a, a, a mistake. A whoopsie. A whoopsie. Whoopsie. They uh, accidentally launched the, the, the Persona 3 Reload trailer on Instagram oh. by accident. A little too early. A little too early. <laughs> a little too, definitely a couple of days early because it looks like this game will be in Game Pass at launch. And so in the trailer, you'll see that it doesn't even show PlayStation at all, which not saying it's not coming to PlayStation, which really just tells me this was supposed to be a reveal for the Xbox showcase on Sunday. And they, I guess they missed somebody who handles Atlas on Instagram, mistimed or got the dates wrong or something with, uh, and they, and it launched a little early. So, but uh, Persona, you know, Persona 3, Persona 4 Golden, um, Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royal are all on Game Pass right now, um, as well as on PC and I think on Switch as well, and, and on, of course on PlayStation. Uh, this 3 Reload, which is a remaster of... of Persona 3 Portable. Uh, it looks like it will be on everything, but uh, 
It looks it looks good. I mean, I I, I like Persona. I, I played through five twice. I'm at the end of four, and I just never have the time to to, to, to finish it. I'll probably finish it sometime this year. But I I like these games, and uh, I'm uh, I'm a only thing I'm, I'm a little upset about is that's not this isn't coming out until early 2024. But uh, what what are your thoughts on it? Um, um, Logic. I don't know if you ever played the Persona games or not. I don't, I don't recall talking to you about them. Do, do you you like the Persona games? I'm not a big uh, JRPG fan, um, but I do like tactical RPGs. You know, tactical squad based RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, like which, Fire Emblem, yeah. Yeah, the, the Persona games are, are, are a weird mix, right? The, so I like them for the tactical RPG elements, but then like the, I fall off sometimes when the JRPG you know, dialogue gets a little too long-winded and things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I did play Persona 3 Portable um when uh when i was when i was in game pass i I really liked it just from a you know one of my favorite series i think i think you and luca and i i think we've been in similar threads where i've you know you know one of my favorite shows was um you know buffy the vampire slayer yes um, and just (laughs) love love buffy yeah persona 3 portable kind of gives me those vibes it it feels like the scooby gang in the library you know Mm -hmm. in some of those scenes Mm -hmm. um so yeah i i I had fun with those you know it's 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 uh I think it's a great series, um, you know, in any, any time Xbox or PlayStation, you know, it has a get for, with one of these. Um, I, I think it's a good thing that can potentially move the needle uh, for, uh, for fans of the series. So it's, um, it's good that they'll, uh, that they'll all be getting it. Yeah. Um, and shout out to uh, Miles in the chat said that uh, uh, Gamatsu confirmed that it will be on PS4, PS5 and Switch. So it's basically going to be on every relevant uh platform that's out there which is good which is good i think these games are are high quality games and then and they need i'm glad that they're not just on the playstation platform now atlas uh i remember maybe a year ago maybe two years ago where when they put persona 4 golden on pc and saw that it sold like two million copies almost immediately they were just like oh people want to play our games outside of japan Outside of PlayStation, like yeah, fool. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> People have been waiting for you to do this for so long. So, like, now it seems like they get it, and now they're just gonna start putting their games everywhere. Although, we haven't seen Persona Six yet, which we know is in development, and that that might still end up being timed exclusive to PlayStation. But I mean, I, I guess we'll see. Forte, what, what are your thoughts on this? Paging Forte. Paging Forte, Jesus Christ, uh, Forte's here. Um, did you see the leaked image that they had of the? I, f- I forget who it was, but it was on Twitter where they were showing like all of the nice little icons of all the sh- games that were going to be shown at the showcase. And in the bottom right hand corner, it was a picture of Persona Three Portable or Persona Three at the bottom. And the reason that a lot of people thought it was fake is because they used the old logo for Portable instead of whatever the new logo is going to be. Mm-hmm. It's starting to think that that thing might have been a little bit not fake now, man, because a lot of the stuff that was on that list is starting to come to fruition. So, um, no, I think this is uh, great. I actually did. That was like one of the few personas I did play when I did play it um, on PlayStation and I really, really enjoyed it. But I think a lot of people are just probably just shocked. Like, you know, now Phil Spencer put a lot of work when he went to Japan, you know, got a lot of those deals inked in, got a lot of, um, 
a lot of uh, studios willing to bring their games over to Game Pass. You know, outside of PlayStation and Nintendo, you, 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 Atlas, I think the only games that you I remember Atlas only did like Catherine on the 360, and then they also did um, Persona, uh, Persona Arena, which was the fighting game that they did on um, yeah. Xbox 360. They, they also did Five Strikers, which is like yeah, a. Yeah, Strikers they did uh, too, yeah. How do you describe that combat? It's it's not necessary. I mean, I guess action RPG ish, mm-hmm. but it's uh it's it's hard to describe. I, I I think it was a bit polarizing. Some people liked it, some people hated it. Uh, I do think the story is good. I gotta go back and finish Strikers. By the way, matter of fact, I'm gonna go ahead and reinstall the game now because I I, I don't want to forget because I keep forgetting to go back and finish it because I was like halfway through it, but um. I guess we can go ahead and, and 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 get to our last topic of the night, but it's good last to see that topic. because you know this is something that we're probably going to end up seeing at the showcase because this is exactly where, as as you you know mentioned that um, it was supposed to be revealed. But Xbox has their their annual showcase this Sunday on the 11th. Um, as I said earlier, I will be on the road and trying to keep up on with things and watch again. it while while I'm also traveling to, to the beach. But um, yeah, this show, the show is uh, I'll say highly anticipated by a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people are eagerly awaiting to see if Xbox is going to fall on their face again or <laughs> whether they're going to actually deliver on any of the, the hype and, and anticipation that people are looking for. Um, I thought maybe like to we could do this because uh, like everyone does a predictions thing and they're just like, oh, I predict blah, blah, blah. I predict that, you know, Phil's going to come out and he's going to have it's he, he, just like whatever. Right. Um He's gonna do the water boy. You can do it. No, I I feel like just cut the bull. Let's get down to are these games that we've been waiting on going to be there or not? And so <laughs> that's how <laughs> I kind of want to look at it. And in 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 that case, um, let's start with let's start with State of the K three. Okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Immediately, Forte says no. Why no. is State of the K3 not, not going to be there, Forte? Uh, because that game, because I pay a lot of attention to what Phil Spencer says in a lot of these different interviews. Because remember, Slow Mo, you always say Phil Spencer does way too many interviews and he talks way too much. And the one thing he ain't never mentioned was State of the K3. In all of these <laughs> interviews, he ain't said, he didn't said Hellblade. We're going we go, we go to get the Fable. chat involved in this too. Um, he didn't said a bunch of games, Slow Mo, with these things. He said, I'm super excited to sell this and that. But guess what? The one game he ain't said, he ain't said State of the K. <laughs> I'm gonna ask the chat. See what the chat says. Uh, so Forte is a no. Um, Logic is State of the K three going to be at the showcase? Uh, I'll say no. No. Uh, what what is your your reason? Slumo, what is State of the K going to be there? Hold on, go get there. Get, get oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. You know you was going to ask a follow up question. Sorry. <laughs> What's what's your your reasoning behind it? What's your logic behind your logic logic? Logic logic. (laughs) Uh, I'll I'll, I'll go with Forte. 
Remind me who which studio is doing this again? Undead Labs. Undead Undead Labs. Labs. Oh, this is the this is the problematic studio where the uh, <laughs> the, the, the former CEO and wife like took off to like the Caribbean and were like phoning in, you know, to yeah. status meetings and acting yeah. like they were paying attention. But uh, so, uh-huh. so so where I'm gonna go with in general because there, there's just there's a lot here that I don't I, I don't care about. Like I don't want to say I don't care about, but like I I have some very some very skinny, very narrow options where this will this whole showcase will move the needle for me mm-hmm. um so so i'm gonna i'm gonna go on record and let you know that i'm gonna vote any any studio that <laughs> has been problematic um i'm just gonna say that their game's not gonna be there <laughs> okay cool um i'm also gonna agree that uh for those reasons that this game is not gonna be there and i and the reason why i even put it in there because that they showed this very uh cinematic but yet completely not game related whatsoever CG trailer that I will at least say for this, that it's a CG trailer where you understand, even if you didn't know what State of Decay was, period, you will, you get the gist of what's going on. It's survival. There are zombies out there, zombie deer eating regular deer, that kind of stuff. So you understand what the premise of the game is. It's not like Concord where you don't know. If you didn't know, didn't read a blog, you don't know what the heck the game is right but state of decay i like state of decay one i didn't like state of decay two that much but state of decay three like they have said that they want to really really make it triple a this time they they really want to try to hit the same level of visual fidelity that they see that we see in the trailers and then we hear all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes uh i don't think that we're going to see this game for a while i'm thinking probably probably wouldn't even see this game in next year's showcase so i must say no i i, I don't i don't think we're gonna see that and 90 percent of y'all also agree i'm sorry 89 percent of you guys uh agree that uh state of gate 3 will not be at the showcase uh those are smart people well, well you know it's our chat so of course they're smart um next game though i think might have a, a different might, might have a different result. Actually, I'm fairly certain to have a different result. Forza Motorsport is was supposed to already be out by now, <laughs> according to their last show, where everything here you see will be coming out in the next 12 months. But wrong, wrong. Um, that that didn't happen. Um, and uh, we don't have a release date for Forza Motorsport whatsoever. But uh, I I'm. I, I mean, I'm fairly certain it's going to come out this year. Do yep. we do we see this game at the showcase for Forte? Yes, and um, the game's going to get in a, re- a release date. Hope, well, not hopefully it will, and it's coming out in November. Dope. Wow. Okay. What, where you get? It's coming out coming out in November. I feel like stuff. I feel like uh, even knowing racing games and other games kind of can coexist with each other mm-hmm. i think that they kind of learned their lesson from motorsport i mean from forza uh, horizon and it cut off the knees of motorsport i mean of horizon even though horizon still did pretty well on its own by itself they did cut off his knees with halo with a game that didn't even deserve to be coming out at the time that it came out but uh i don't think they're going to do that um when it comes to um starfield because forza's traditionally usually come out in september and they got Starfield in September. 
And I think still Sister wants to get that ball rolling on uh, a game every, not probably not every quarter, but at least three games in a year. And I think you're going to get Forza in November to give a little bit of space between Starfield and Halo. It could come out in night. It could come out in late October, but I'm thinking early November um, because I do think that games like Hellblade is going to come out in the first quarter of next year in 2024, which is going to be like February or March. So I think Forza is going to fall this year, but it's going to fall in November. That probably answered two of your questions, but can I already know you're going to ask one about the one I just mentioned, but go ahead. You're likely right. <laughs> Logic, what do, you, what do you think about uh, what do you think about Forza Motorsport? I'm going to say no. No? Shut up. Yeah. Stop what it. Has turn, what has Turn 10 did? Turn 10 ain't did nothing. Whoa, well, man, that's just, you just opened up a whole damn can of. What did turn ten do? I can understand if you said. What did? Oh yeah, I need to know what did turn ten do to you. First, ask the question because I I do want to be hyper specific. So the the trailer that you're showing on stream right now, Slowbo, is that the January showcase, 2023? No, I think this is from a few years back. No, I think this is the 2021 showcase. Yeah. Yes, from or, right. or, or, yeah. okay. or E3. Okay, because it, it it flashed up coming spring twenty twenty three. Um, I actually th- I, I thought this was the June two. Th- I thought this was the June two thousand twenty two showcase. It so might I, be. I it might be. I I just did a search on my drive for for some motorsport footage and <laughs> just grabbed the first thing I, that came up. So I did. I did. Yeah, it says coming spring twenty twenty three. So this probably is from last year's showcase. Yeah. Okay, because I think in January what they what they splashed on screen was just 2023. Right. Because um, I I would be even matter now if they had said spring. Um, what what has turn ten <laughs> done? So the the problem is is that we we don't know. Um, what 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 we do know, and I, and I put this in my Twitter feed, and I was kind of surprised that a lot of people, um, including a lot of Xbox fans, um, were acted like they were kind of unaware but i've been on very much that i've 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 in the past i've praised the forza series in turn 10 and playground for the consistency of delivery of forza of forza um and it it it, it kind of caught me off guard that when i posted this information it seemed like people were unaware so so the former release cadence of the forza series from 2005 to 2017 was that you would get Forza Motorsport, and then you would get, you know, you, you would get Turn 10 doing the engine, and then you would get Forza Horizon yep. the following year. Sure was. So, mm. so from 2005 to 2017, that was the battle rhythm, which would result in you getting sometimes three, four, you know, maybe five iterations of a Forza title per console generation, right? Somewhere between three and five. Hint where Forza Gears and Forza came from. Right. So, so the the problem I have is that that battle rhythm obviously slipped as we went into this generation. Based on that battle rhythm, based on that cadence, there should have been a Forza Motorsport at launch of the Series XS. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't. And, and there wasn't any commentary to that. Now, a lot of people would constantly throw back up in my face, oh, well, COVID. Well, Oh, no, I, I, I thought they said they, they, were, they were getting out of that cadence because they wanted to update Forza Tech. So, so the only thing, so the only thing that I 
heard and and, and registered. I, I I never heard any causality behind it. Mm-hmm. I know that the engine needed to be. I, I know that the engine was being used for Fable. Mm-hmm. Um, all I all I recall is that I heard, there was a span of time where I heard nothing, and then there was a year that they came up and they said after the launch of the Series X that the Turn Ten team had started on I think 2021 was when they took to the stage and said that they started on Forza, and, and I'm like started. What, what what do you, what do you mean? They they should have. You would theoretically think that they would have started after the last version came out, mm-hmm. when obviously the internal Xbox Studios would have had the Series XS dev kits. Right. So my, so my point is is that in, in my mind the the you know their the title would have normally been there at launch had the cadence been maintained. Um, it, it's been three years since the launch, um, and there's really not been any understanding that i've been able to glean on on why they are where they are um and and so again remaining consistent with the way i said that i was gonna vote any studio that has had any indication to me that there's some problem going on or there's something problematic this i mean this is it um and, and then you couple that with what i've been on about you know most recently which is 2022 took to the stage said everything that we're going to be playing we've been playing within 12 months you come into the january showcase you skate by the fact that that's what you said in June and you flash up on the screen coming sometime 2023, you, you still have no date right now, several months, six months after that showcase. Um, and, and again, you know, as I said, as I had been saying before, they hadn't delivered on the 12 month plan. Spencer seems to constantly come up in interviews after I've said this and keep getting heat for it and then corroborating what I've said, right? Then he comes up in the interview last month and says, yeah, we didn't deliver on the 12-month plan. So my, my, my prediction to remain consistent is that because we already know what Forza Motorsport is, there's nothing to do for them other than to announce a release date. There's no point in them showing us any demo of its technology. I don't know what that would achieve. I, I think what they'll claim is that the team is hard at work making sure that they make the release date Mm -hmm. um, and that they're just going to provide us the release date. So you don't think they'll do a trailer with a release date? Because I I think if they show the game at all, talk about the game and then say Forza Motorsports coming out in November 14th, right? Then that's, I would say that would be it being there. Yeah, I don't, I, I think what I'm saying is, is, them showing me a trailer doesn't give me any increased confidence one way or the other that it's going to make the date. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. But you think that it probably will in some shape or form be there. It just won't be anything substantial. And it's just really just to yeah, give, you a, give us a date that might or might not happen. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think there's any point in doing a, a, a bunch of hoopla about Forza Motorsport, um, you know, other than to set the release date. Cool. And the chat, I think, largely agrees with us. Thinks eighty-five uh, percent think that the uh, the game will be at the showcase. Next game. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I'm sorry for for laughing like that. Uh, um, yeah, no, you're not. I okay, okay. Look, look. Th- this one is going to. Don't judge me for putting this game up here. Okay. Okay, I'm definitely gonna judge you now. Ever wild, okay? So is no, no. <laughs> can can, I, can, I, can I finish my sentence? No. Is go ahead, finish your sentence. Is ever wild going to be? Look, I heard they know what the game is now. 
Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> is Everwild going to be at the showcase? Forse says no. The game is the game is it won't even be called Everwild by the time this game comes out. Uh logic, what are, what are your thoughts? Yes. Yes, thank you. You you know thank why he you. says yes? Cause they didn't wrong him. <laughs> no, no, because cause Rare is a quality developer, and I think now that they know what the game is, they're gonna show it at the showcase, and it's gonna be a point to it. And we're gonna know what the game is. Yeah, I think I think Rare after Sea of Thieves, and you can have whatever opinion you have about Sea of Thieves. I think Rare has shown uh, a, a thing that I often refer to with, with development studios of they, they've shown stick to right? Which is they've they've faced adversity, they've stared it down, they've turned that game around. It has a ton of positive buzz about it, and I think that all results in that studio having a ton of creative confidence right now. I mean, really, when you kind of look at the Xbox Studios and you look at like who you would have confidence in. You know, in a weird way, I would put Rare very close to the top right now, in terms of the way the other, in comparison to the way the other studios are performing, um, and and I, and I think that's going to result in them, you know, ha having their moxie up to let us know what they're what they're doing with Everwild. Hmm. Has, has, that, has that, oh, that has swayed you, Forte? I mean, I could get behind it just for the fact that it's rare. It's just that when I hear the word Everwild, I just can't get over the fact that those they literally gave us a trailer with magical two trailers, deers, two. two two trailers with magical deers and campfires, and didn't even know what the game was about. Right. I mean, and there's word that it's going to be more like like uh, Viva Pinata, uh, which you know some people are like yay, and some people are like eh. I, I thought it would be more of a survival game or a. I'm just like. Who knows? Because they didn't know what the game was supposed to be. So <laughs> why would we know? Um, I think that uh, I think the game will be there. I think it'll be a shock to be there. Um, would it be gameplay? No. No. It'll, it'll be some kind of uh, um, CG mix with. Uh, no, no, no. It'll just all be in engine. It'll be an in engine um, trailer. Because uh, the because what. Aaron Greenberg said is that when you do see CG, it will be a mix of CG with gameplay. And I don't think that they are far enough to show gameplay yet. So I don't think you'll have gameplay. But uh looks like uh looks like the poll has closed and 41% believe Everwild will be there, with 33% saying no, and 25% saying hi ha ha. Because I, I I really just threw that in there because I accidentally added a third option and didn't feel like deleting it. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> next, dare you. next game, I think, I actually kind of feel like we all will be in agreement on this. But uh, did about, they wrong him at some point? Obsidian. I don't think Obsidian has wrong, ever wronged anybody. But uh, right, avowed, avowed. Um, you guys, Forte, you think Avowed would be there at the show? I do think Avowed will be at the showcase because I think it's um, um, they did show a little bit of gameplay when it came to a hand of power with, with purple coming out of it. Mm -hmm. So I do think, um, I don't 
I still don't think that was games. real gameplay. I think that was just a, a scripted yeah, they, little thing working, to, to show you yeah. what gameplay would look like. What it looks like, yeah. They they have they're working on two different games. They're working on Outer Wild Outer Worlds two, and they're working on Avowed. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those studios that you know they show a pretty cool teaser trailer and they just started development not too long ago still pre-production when it comes to outer worlds and i think they are coming really really close to being ready to release avowed because i think avowed is going to come out either sometime towards the middle beginning of what well, i think it's going to be the middle of next year so it's going to be like that's that's august like type spring. game or spring game or something mm -hmm. so uh i do think we're going to see that at the showcase uh because i think microsoft's going to show at least one game from all of their studios that have multiple projects in the works um, because a lot of those studios are either coming back around from games that they made like if you're talking about in exile and stuff like that and all these other studios so i start i think you're going to start seeing studio uh, games for the studios that have multiple projects in play and I think Avowed is going to be the one you're going to see from Obsidian. Ooh, Logic, what do you think? Yep, I think Avowed will be there. Yeah, I agree. I think it will be there. I think, um, I think there was talk that it was already there was a playable build out there that people, um, some people in in media had already played before. So it's, I I think I think it's definitely going to be there. I think we'll get. This would be the one that's going to be like, is there CG, um, the CG cutscenes in it in the trailer, but also will be gameplay. I think this would be that one that that kind of shows a mix of both because it's it's uh it's not close enough where you're going to get like a whole bunch of uh, stuff going on about it because it's probably going to come out next year. But yeah, I I do think it would be there and eighty seven percent of the chat also agrees that it will be there next we have let me look at my list here i think forte already answered this one but we're going to talk about it anyway let's do it hellblade 2 <laughs> so i actually believe not only will hellblade be there but i believe hellblade will open the show I believe Hellblade will see gameplay. We'll finally see combat. And I believe it'll be the first thing we see at the show and we'll also get a release date for it. That's that's my mm -hmm. that's my, my thoughts. It'll start out that way. Release date's gonna be like I don't know. I don't know what release date's gonna be. I, I think they want it to be late this year. For it to still come out this year, but I don't know whether it actually will or not. But we're definitely gonna get a release date for the game, gameplay, basically everything. That's my thoughts. Logic, what do you think? I'm gonna, hmm. I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask if I can pass. You go <laughs> <laughs> right, Forte, Forte, what do you think? I have a question. I have a question for you, slow mo. Oh my gosh! Can someone just answer? Yeah, I got a question for you, yeah. slow mo. Yeah, yeah. You didn't tell me when. When is Forza coming out? Oh, I don't know, man. What do you think it's coming out? No one knows. I we're not. We're not. It's we're a not simulation racer. I don't really kind of feel like. I don't feel like you need to worry about. Oh, we can't fit it in here or here because it, it might steal players from this game. Or I feel like the racers are just so separate. Um, I, I I think they could release it whenever it's ready, and 
since they thought it would be ready earlier this year it wouldn't surprise me if it drops like in august or september okay yeah okay now ask me the question one more time will hellblade be to be at the showcase yeah it'll definitely be at the showcase but ask me the question you really want to know no that's uh, what he's talking about (laughs) that's all you want to know is is it going to be at the showcase yes it'll be at the showcase so so what's what's this question you think i wanted to ask when is it coming out oh oh you already said you already said later this year i I say later this year oh no no you said early next year right i said early next year because i said fours is coming out this year in november so the, the people who care about this game don't doesn't re- matter. Doesn't it matter. It does it's matter, coming. man. No, that listen, listen. That game. Okay, you gotta you gotta okay, we're thinking about Microsoft here. Microsoft wants to make as many people how many people do, first of all, game logic. He canceled first of all, he sold his Xbox Series X as he should if he's not going to take advantage of the system anymore mm-hmm. he canceled his game pass subscription is that all is those, are those all things that are correct sir mr logic sir hemp that is that is correct so do you know things that could now i'm not saying that hemp will want these games i'm not saying that he wants to play forza horizon and he wants to play hellblade and starfield but those are the these are the games that some people want to play and if there are other people out there that canceled their subscriptions like Mr. Game Logic here has, you would think that that means why would I want to give you Starfield in September, Forza in November, and then also give you Hellblade in November too? I can space that out. And as long as I'm and telling the you, they do not view no, racers the same they way they view the other listen, genres. They don't have to view the games the same. It's about having content that is substantial enough to make people come back to the service months later. So if I have Forza and Forza comes out in fe- in February, uh, not February, in November, people are going to stay in Game Pass because they want to try Forza. Out no, they definitely. It's, it's racing. No, if if, no listen, one wants to try racers, Forza Motorsport how, unless you how, like simulation no, racers. How, how much? Okay, are you sure about well, except, this? Except for the twenty-something million people that tried Forza Horizon Five. Exactly. That's that's not a simulation racer. No, that's an arcade but, racer. That's but different. It's still, it's, it's still got the word Forza behind that it. That doesn't though, so people matter. Slow mo. Slow mo. The, we're talking about people that are in a service that already subscribe to the service. They're going to try the game because it's coming to the service and it has the name Forza in it. So why would you cannibal? Look, in your eyes, you're saying you are not, not cannibalizing anything. No, no, no. You're not, I'm not saying you're cannibalizing one game over the other. You're cannibalizing an opportunity to keep people subscribed for one extra month because guess what's going to happen? Uh, Hellblade is a one-time play. I don't think it's going to have a multiplayer component to it. No, so once no, you be, single player game. No, one, yeah, exactly. So once you beat Hellblade, say, let's say Forza comes out in November, and then Fave, then uh, and Hellblade comes out two weeks or a week later at, towards the middle end of November before Thanksgiving. So that means you basically <laughs> took two of your biggest games of that year, put them in the same month. Now, I'm not saying that 
I, I wouldn't love that because I would love it as a gamer because I want to play Hellblade, bef- uh, you know, sooner than anything else on this list. I got, but I got a question it, for you. I got a question but wait, for you. but but in, but in Microsoft's eyes, why would I give you those two games that I know that most of you are going to subscribe you. for both oh, of them and you're going to play you why. both I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Why? Let's say let's say, let's say Hellblade Two is coming out late November, and let's say yes. Forza Motorsports coming out early November. Let's say there's two. Yes weeks in between their release okay. dates okay? okay let's say let's go by your logic let's say that just because it's in it's in game pass that people yes. are going to give it a shot just because it's called forza and it's in game pass do you think it's going to take them longer than two weeks to realize this is not the kind of racer that forza <sighs> forza horizon is i don't want to do all this tuning i don't want to do any of this stuff and how long do you take things going to take people who aren't into simulation racers to uninstall the game okay and slum i'm gonna ask you this one more time you answer my how question many- Oh, How man, long yeah, is it going to take for them to? If they're not into it, if they're not so into it, the they, they're not into it. But How you know are what you the cannibalizing any? No, slow mo. Let me ask you. I'm going to ask you this one more time. When I pay for my Game Pass subscription for the month of November, do I have it for the whole month of November? Yeah. If I pay for Game Pass for the month of, no- of December, do I have it for December? Same thing for January, same thing for February, right? Okay. Right, correct. Mm-hmm. But if I give you two games of that quality, and not see, I hate arguing this point because I don't want this as a gamer. I'm just telling you what I'm thinking. Microsoft is going to be thinking about. In my opinion, I think that they're going to be like, we need to at least. We're not going to make you wait five months to get Fable. I mean, um, Hellblade. We're not just going to give it to you in the same month that we did Halo. Because what did we? Because as much as you, as much as you're talking about that right now, we talked about how Forza Horizon is still a racing game. Yes, it's a more popular racing game because it's not the the simulation style track based that motorsport is. But it still hurt Horizon when they released Halo Infinite and within a week of it. You, you, One you, you week later, you, they gave you, you the multiplayer say, for free. You, you cannot say, I understand it's not a simulation racer, but then let us let me go use but this as an example. Hurt. It still hurt. The, it because hurt it's the a game different kind the, of game. But it still hurt the game that we're talking about. It's not it motorsport. It's a different kind of game. Oh, let my me, God. Let me, let me ask you guys this. It still hurt the what? game, though. It's, it's the month of November. So I, I feel like one thing that needs to be taken in, into consideration is Black Friday. Yes. Mm-hmm. When when lots of consoles are going to be sold, lots of Game Pass subscriptions are going to be sold. At yes. Discount, hopefully, theoretically. <laughs> yeah, right. Which, but okay. which, which game sells more Black Friday Xboxes and creates more of a ramp into the remainder of holiday season into February? Forza Motorsport or Hellblade? Hellblade. Neither. Hellblade. Neither. Is God? You gotta choose one, man. He should, what, which one does more? Starfield would, would do that. But that's that's not one of the choices. No, but okay, well, okay. If Starfield well, comes out in September. That that, that I mean that, that curve is going to be on a downward trend by November. Right. I don't, I don't know that Starfield sells a lot of Black Friday Xboxes. Which, which game did they show immediately immediately after showing the console? All right, which game are they going to have a bundle for? That's the question. They ain't having a bundle for no daggone Forza Motorsport. They have one for Horizon right now. Because this is... I'm not... I, I know it's like six, seven it's, months later. It's a, it's a, 
Oh, it's actually it's more than that. It's an arcade racer. Oh, my God. It's okay. not a simulation. Stop acting like they're the same. They're not the same. Okay. There's a reason okay. why I've never played Forza Motorsport, but I've okay. played every Forza Horizon since And I've played every last one of them. You like simulation racers. A lot of people like simulation no, racers. No, not a lot. What's the se- well, a, how many copies a segment, of Horizon? How there's many, a, there's this, a segment of the community that like, there's a segment of the gaming community that likes these those kind of games. I'm going to look this up. Just right, because you know it's in Game Pass, people aren't going to go play a game they don't like. They're not even mildly interested in. Okay, okay. So, okay, so what you're saying is there's more people. So if Hellblade does this, is what you're saying to me. If Hellblade is not in November and Forza is, there is more people that's going to cancel their subscription for the month of November than keep their subscription if Hellblade isn't in November and Forza Oh, absolutely. Is. Yeah. Oh, okay. People, okay. No, no. no, 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 no. People aren't keeping their subscription for Forza Motorsport. I'm not saying the cap. I'm just saying the people. Okay. People will keep their subscription for Hellblade too. I think people will keep their. I think a lot more people will keep their. Well, no. I think. I think Hellblade will make more people subscribe to Game Pass. But I, but so. Okay. So this is the thing. Okay. So you just. Okay. Oh, so we're basically just saying you just saying that Hellblade and Forza more than likely they're going to release in the same month with each other. I'm 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 not saying they will, but I'm saying if, it's a, if, it's if I'm, I'm saying if, if it does happen, it's not going to hurt either game. I think the communities, the demographics that play those games are so different that it won't matter. I don't think it has nothing to do with the demographic, but okay, if you believe that. All right. Well, look. It's all about it's all about have it's all about spacing out your content to the point where just because it's a racing game doesn't mean is not valuable just as the next title is. It's a racing game. It, yeah, it, that when it, when they do it, the, they do award shows, game. they put they they throw it in there with with sports games. Okay, even and, though it's not really. <laughs> and people don't care about racing, man. Okay, that's fine, but it's still listen. It's still content. If if Microsoft if they want to put out four AAA titles a year. Forza is considered a triple-A title. Yeah, it will Hint be one it, of them, yes. Yes, it will be that, one of them. But that's what I'm saying. So that's four titles in a three-month span. So Forza Motorsport is considered a triple-A title. You're just arguing the fact that you just think... So you're basically throwing out the fact that Forza is a triple-A title. It I didn't say nothing title. about it. Being triple-A is about budget. That's what that's about. That's all triple A, triple A, double A, one A. All that's about is okay. Budget. But what did that? So it's did a triple A game say, because did Phil they spent a ton of We're going to do five triple A titles in a year. Six. He said we. He said we want to release. They, they can't get to the. They haven't. They have yet to get year. to the cadence that they want to get at anyway. So I don't no, really I agree think, with that. So, so it doesn't really matter what they want to do per year. We are gonna move on. This has been way too yeah. long. No, 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 no. So game logic. What do you think? You know. No, he already said what he thought. Settle, settle. This, sell, settle this 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 dispute, sir. I, whatever you say, I'll go with because I know you're the voice of read. Your lot, your logic. You're you are a very logical person when it comes to this. What do well, you stop think trying to butter him happen? up so he agree with you? Stop well, it. That's no. just sad. And you guys, you guys, we've done two different questions, right? We've done: is it going to be at the showcase, and is it going to release this? Well, year? we know it's going to be at the showcase, but when do you think the game is going to release? I I actually don't think it'll be at the showcase. <laughs> <laughs> they've, okay. they've shown this, they've shown this game. How many times have they shown this game since 2019? 
two mm. times twice at least twice yeah <laughs> yeah i just don't i don't i don't i don't I don't know that it does anything for them to show. I mean, unless this is the flagship release for this year, which I don't think it is. No, ain't no way. Well, no, Starfield's the flagship release for this year. Yeah, so I just I just don't know what good it does to show the game again. You know, they've been showing it since 2019. Um, let's move on. Let's move okay, on. Let's go. we'll move on. Uh. This is a little bit change of pace. It's not really like their game. It's not really a first party game, but Stalker 2 uh, was supposed to be out already, which I mean, this is probably one game where like, I, I don't really mind delays. Um, I don't get, I don't, I, I care more about the game being ready than being, you know, out on time. But think, I think the developers here for Stalker 2 get a lot of, uh, a lot of leeway with a lot of people because of the, Absolutely. Predic the predicament that they're in. They're from the Ukraine. The war is, with, with Russia is going on there. That is the chief reason why this game still isn't out yet. That said, uh, there are some that believe that Stalker 2 will be shown at the showcase and it may get a release date. Um, I am of the mind that I don't think it will be there. I, 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 I think... Uh, those developers are they're working hard to try to get the game out but I, I don't think it will be out this year uh, I think it'll probably be out late next year and they'll probably show it at like next year's E3 but or annual showcase or whatever but um, what, what are your thoughts on this logic you think Stalker 2 is going to be at the showcase I'm uh <laughs> No, I mean I, I, I don't. And I and I'm and I like as I'm as I'm as I'm saying this, I'm I'm like literally choked up right now because I, I, I think what a lot of people don't understand, um you know, even even going back to like the Twitter kerfuffle about the NFTs and things, I, I people don't understand the history of the studio. Mm -hmm. Um they they, yeah. they don't understand what happened in the wake of Stalker. They don't understand that in in, in the wake of Stalker and the success of Stalker and after working for some number of years of Stalker 2, these guys just came into work and they were just told to go away. They were just told that the owner was shutting the studio down, not giving it, not given any explanation. Um, you know, they 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 at least had somewhat of a heads up, but in, but in February after that discussion, they were just turned out on the street. Um, and and I don't know how the brother got the money to reconstitute the studio. A lot of these guys went off and did. I always forget the name. A lot of these guys went off and joined uh, an, an, another studio that did a, a game that's not, not similar, but feels like similar content. I'll remember it eventually. But I don't know how the brother got the money to reconstitute the studio. I don't necessarily, I, I think to raise that capital to reconstitute the studio, um, given the state that that part of the world is in, mm -hmm. um, I, I, I don't think he just went down to the bank and got a small business loan. Right. right. Um, you know, I mean, so this, this studio might be mobbed up, right, to have gotten the money that it needed to do. Uh, and now and now it, you've got the things that are going on now. Uh, it's a really sad state of affairs. Yeah, well, what, what um, are the I, devs? I um, definitely died fighting in the war. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that, that, that's... I mean, I... Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty tough, man. Go ahead, bye-bye. Yeah, yeah I, I, I want, in my heart of hearts as a gamer, 
I want this game to be there. But unfortunately, I agree with you now. I, I think that that team is quite honestly just more concerned about trying to survive right now. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that that, that day to day, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of need, you know, it's, you know, keeps them right. And then, and then they also had a recent, at least as far as they reported, also had a recent um, hack where the code was compromised and, and some of the stuff was leaked online. So I, I just, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to be able to, to, to pull off, right. Putting together a vertical slice or whatever to show um, at the showcase. Right. And, and, and a lot of people don't know what, what goes into showing a game at a showcase. Because when you're developing a game, it doesn't look like what we're seeing on the screen right now, which looks, you know, like amazing, you know, beautiful visual, visuals. But when they're developing a the game, they're not developing a game with all those textures on the screen and it, it being all like fully optimized. Looking well, that bogged down that your stuff. work system. Right. Yeah, they develop it with looking as bare bones as possible. Very few textures all, all on the characters and stuff. It's about really the game design and getting the game like on on the very foundation where it needs to be and and fixing uh issues with combat and stuff like you don't need to see all that other stuff that we care about while you're doing that and i say all that to say that in order to get it ready to look like it's something that you want to play that takes like three to four months of out of their development time to get it ready just to show it to you and frankly, if they're too busy trying to survive in a war zone and just get the game out, I don't really think that's a high priority for them. I mean, sure, right. at some point, they're going to want to show it, you know, closer to its final build when it's ready. But I kind of feel like like having it shown at another E3, or I keep saying E3, another Xbox annual showcase when it's been at two of them already, I just don't think that's important, especially if it's not close to coming out yeah the one thing i'll say before you go to forte i i hope if I, again i i pray that i'm wrong but i i think the frank reality is, is i don't i don't know that this game ever comes out that that's also a possibility too yeah you just never know forte what are your thoughts on it yeah unfortunately i want to say it's going to be there but you know until I mean, at this point, until we hear something directly from them talking about development of the game or something, and them actually really truly working on it, I just don't feel like that. Like you said, that's not important. I mean, it's you know, gaming is gaming. Lives are lives, though, and and a lot of those people are displaced from their families and stuff. And the last thing they're thinking about is texture packs and overall, you know, ones and zeros in code and stuff. So. You know, I I don't even I don't I would I don't even feel really even comfortable even speculating on what they would do with that game until we actually get to that point. But I don't think it's going to be there, unfortunately, because we definitely do want to see. It was like one of the one of the best surprises of that showcase when they showed it off for the first time that people were like, "Yo, this looks really really good, looks really really amazing." And um, I just think at this point, you know, until they're they're not going to do anything with that game until they're ready to do it. And I don't even know how long they've been really truly back at the studio. And, and only some people are at the studio. That's not, you know, it takes more than a small village to make a video game of that caliber. And that's what, um, I don't think they're at full capacity to do anything like that just yet. 
Yeah, um, the thing I could remember is uh, actually uh, when when the studio was originally closed down back in 2011, I think it was. Um, a lot of those, uh, yeah, a lot of those developers left and founded. Uh, and are the guys who founded 4A Games, who makes the Metro series. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I knew there was a, a tie between the two of them. The game. Um. All right. Um. So yeah. Uh. Looks like the chat seems to disagree. Um. 57% of the chat does believe the game will be at the showcase. Um, moving on, though. Hope they're right, though. Uh, I, I, if it's there, I hope it's there because they, they, they were able to make it make it work to get it there and not because they, I don't know. Like, it, it's it's just a bad situation for them. I, I just, just hope, hope for the best for all of them. Um, contraband, which <laughs> was one of those teaser trailers I can't stand because it barely tells you anything. Uh, being made by Avalanche Studio is Contraband going to be at the Showcase Gaming Lodge? Hmm. Uh, yes. Why? Why do you think it's going to be there? I'm looking up my reason right now. <laughs> <laughs> cool. While you do that, Forte, is, is Contraband going to be at the Showcase? I do think it's going to be there because that was one of the, once again, um, when Phil Spencer, even when he did his kind of, like I said, listen to what Phil Spencer says, when he talked about this during a kind of funny interview, that was one of the games that he rattled off. He was like Hellblade. He was like Avowed. He was like Contraband. He's like, these are all games that, you know, a lot of people want to see more things about. And as soon as he said that, I was like, yep, we're, we're going to finally know if this is a arcade machine machine uh machine car dealership style in your garage car is it gonna have something to do with you know drugs and it's a it's a i, th I like think that. it's a extra i think it's a co a, a four-player co-op extraction shooter is what i think it is since oh, everyone's doing an extraction shooter now so why the heck not right uh yeah. it's definitely a co-op game because they even said it in the little trailer like there's a little like uh, because they because there's like literally no explanation for any like it might be heist thing like payday related to but it may be close to like fair games but like they there's very little in that very like one minute long trailer that really explains a lot but it just says you know a co-op open world game so okay thanks i i, I mean that could, right. be, that could be so many different things but so, so I wanted to double check. The reason I didn't get my reason is I wanted to fact check and just make sure I was saying the right thing. So in my opinion, so Avalanche Studios is a studio that I, I love Just Cause 3. Um, so let's you know go over their pedigree, right? Mm -hmm. The studio behind the Just Cause series, they yep. did Renegade Ops, which actually I thought was a fun game. They have a great a game engine too. Game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the studio behind Mad Max. Oh yeah, Mad Max is a good game. Yeah. Uh, and 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 uh, I didn't. It's weird. I don't. I didn't see them do the Rage. I didn't see them do Rage, but they did Rage Two. Who did Rage the original? Uh. I'll. I'll, I'll, I'll I don't know. So so. I didn't like Rage Two though. But go ahead. So my contention is that this studio has not. I don't want to say that they haven't slipped. They haven't had a major. They've had one major slip, and that was Just Cause Four. But overall, I, I think this this studio is a good kind of. They're a solid studio. They're not a great studio, but they're a solid studio. Um, so I, I don't I don't 
I don't have any reason to have a low degree of confidence for contraband. As Forte has been saying, they this is a studio that hasn't wronged me in the past. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to vote that the game will be there. Um, I'm going to lean towards it will be there because they gave us a teaser trailer of this, what, two years ago? Right? It wasn't there yeah. last year. So they gave us a 20, teaser. That was a 2021 one. Um, yeah, so t- in two years, you should be able to show me something more than, 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 you know, basically nothing. It was just a CG trailer. I didn't see anything in the game. I don't see nothing of your build, nothing at all. I think at this point, um, um, you should be able to show me the actual game. So I'm going to say, yeah, I think it's going to be there. I think it's going to be one of those games where that is, uh, part CG, actually maybe part in engine gameplay but not necessarily actual gameplay running off the game but just to kind of give people an idea of what the actual game is about um and what is the chat saying uh we have uh this is probably the closest one um the chat 54 percent of the chat says no uh contraband will not be at the showcase so that's that's probably the closest one yet. The the rest of them have been pretty, um, pretty one sided. I think this next one's also going to be kind of one sided as well. But hey, we're going to do it. The Outer Worlds two. Forte, is Outer Worlds two going to be at the showcase? Ah uh, man, I'm thinking. No, because a vile is going to be there. They're not going to show both those games. But they, they showed grounded they... in Outer World when they when they revealed Outer Worlds 2's trailer. They showed grounded at the same time. Dude, have they been even? Have they even put textures on the ground in Outer Worlds 2 yet? That <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they just literally two years ago showed us a a fake trailer of all of the puns and stuff that people say when it comes to like character direct you know development and character creation and and all that other stuff so you think they actually had time to actually make a sizzle reel and make a and make a um a vertical slice of that no we're not getting that game that game will not be there yeah. i would love for it to be there but it won't be there yeah yeah you're probably right it's not going to be there look I, I i a lot of these games are put on the list of games that they have either announced or revealed within um since the the launch of the xbox series x so that's the reason why they're there and like i would have added other games but they already released like like when they showed uh grounded when they showed uh um just like other little smaller games that were at the showcase um um pentiment and all like from the 2020 xbox showcase to now the games that I've listed are games that haven't been released yet, but they have talked about them. So again, we're like, we're probably going to see some stuff that's not that we haven't talked about at all tonight because they're going to be like a first time shown, first time talked about game. Like maybe, like they're going to show Capotion's game. Capotion's going to be there. Yeah, I think that's, in that, I think in next, next game's going to be there too. Uh, there's been talk that IO Interactive's game might be there. That's supposed to be about dragons or something. So. You know, like that's all that stuff is 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 definitely oh. a possibility. But um, I kind of like, yeah, I don't think Outer Worlds two is going to be there. I think do it's far think, too early. Do you think Indiana Jones is going to be there? I actually kind of feel like that might be far too early too. 
But again, that also kind of falls into the same category as Contraband. They showed us a CG trailer, really a teaser, two years ago of the game. I don't know how long that's been in development, but it's been a little different because it's a licensed game with Lucasfilm Games, and we don't know when Lucasfilm approached or, you know, got with Bethesda to see if Machine Games could do this. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the, about that one. Uh, Logic, what are your thoughts about Outer Worlds 2? Yes. You think it's going to be there? I feel like you're just being contrarian right now. Why? Why? why, why? No, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm trying to be consistent. It's okay. A struggle. But I, I, what I'm <laughs> yes, lining up on struggle. is what I'm lining up on is is and, and look, I'm I'm looking at this in terms of studio performance. Okay. So the studios that uh, that I feel like have been performing well, because there's a lot of studios, and in my opinion, not a lot of them are performing well. Obsidian is one that is and that I have high confidence in. So in a in a showcase where I feel like there's there's new there's holes, mm-hmm. I, I feel like Obsidian is is one of those studios that you can trust and rely on, right, to to fill your showcase up. Okay. Okay. Alright. Well, um it looks like seventy percent of the chat disagrees with you, Game Logic. Uh, they believe the game will not be there. Okay, sorry, sixty-nine percent. Someone, someone jumped in at the last moment. Um, I think we got one more, and this one, I think we're, we're all, I think we're all going to be in agreement about this one. Good old Fable. No. What, what, what do you guys what do you guys think about Fable? Is Fable going to be at the showcase? I think Fable will be at the showcase. I mean, I they think... they did tease it pretty freaking hard. <laughs> now, now, what version of Fable we're going to get? It's a completely different thing. Oh, so you you I... believe you believe it's, it might be like a remaster or a remake of the older games? I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna see, I think we're gonna get. I think we're going to get both, honestly. I think we are going to get a remaster of the older games, but I do think they're going to show um, the new Fable off at the showcase, too. I, I think I think Playgrounds Fable will be at the showcase. I think I, do, I think it'll be. I, I think that uh, that little ad they did on Twitter was definitely teasing it. Um, the, the music that they played wasn't exactly the music from uh, Fable 1, um, Bowerstone, but it was close enough. Right. And and it would be a, a a crazy amount of coincidences for them to do that, have a glitter trail going from someone's Xbox to their computer with the showcase on it, and and not put two and two together and be like, we're playing music that's very similar from the Fable game. We're also doing a glitter trail that's also similar to how players used to get to their objectives. <laughs> but not it's not fable. It's just like you're asking for a L if you if you if you don't deliver on that. So I I think it's I think it's fable. I think fable will be there. I think I think we'll see that's one of the games that we'll see in engine gameplay. But not okay. as, not not necessarily actual gameplay running on like a PC or uh, uh, a PC build or a Series X build, but just in engine gameplay. Um, I also think uh, Fable will be there. Yep. 
okay and so we're all in agreement on that in the chat actually uh someone agrees with us uh, 80 83 percent agree um do you Good think job. do you think we get a release date or a release window for it we get a window we don't get a date yeah i'm thinking it's going to say like 2024 but not will. necessarily I think, I think like we'll not a season a, I think or we'll anything. get a range i think it'll be holiday 2024 you think fables coming out before outer worlds too yes yeah yeah i would say so yeah it's been in development for far longer so i would say probably uh and, and playground playground's a quality developer it's just they're they're making something they, they've never had to make before so they're of course there's gonna be growing growing pains with that but this game's been in development since 2017 i think either 2017 or 2018 um and uh obsidian was working was finishing up uh with the outer worlds one before before uh you know back then at that point so i i, I feel like yeah fable should fable should be out before outer worlds too if it's not that's a that's a bad bad sign well i mean but I mean, I, I think the, the thing I'm thinking about is yes, but Obsidian. So, so Outer Worlds was 2019. Theoretically, they mm -hmm. they turned the corner and pretty much immediately started at least conceptualizing what they were going to do with Outer Worlds 2 right after. Yeah, potentially, but then they they did have a lot of their teams that were working on Outer Worlds one also doing the expansions. They had like two, I think, for Outer Worlds one, two like really meaty pause expansions. Um, for for that game, <laughs> so I, I don't know how many people worked on that, but you probably have like a skeleton crew working doing Outer Worlds too. You know, like yeah, and, yeah. And they're doing Outer Worlds two in the same engine. They so they 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 knew what they were doing. Right. right. Outer Worlds. Really, not a reason why it wouldn't why it shouldn't make a, a three to four year development cycle. Um, versus versus Fable, which is Playground doing something that they've never done before. Right and 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 clearly there's been some at, at least hitches in their step with you know where they were going with the game, um, so yeah I don't know it'll be interesting yeah. to see how it plays out. Yeah, yeah well yeah we'll definitely see. Um I think uh, overall, uh, I, I I think this showcase is definitely going to be uh, very very interesting. A lot of people are going to be arguing about this for the next <laughs> two or three weeks once it's over. But um, let's get on out of here because it's super late. We got, we got uh, one not... more. We got one more. One more. You forgot one. What did I forget? Is is um, Crystal Dynamics ready to show? Are they going to show uh, Perfect Dark? No. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> That's not even a question. <laughs> That's not show perfect dark. They ain't showing no day on perfect dark, man. They can't. They they, they can't barely get a get this studio together. They, they actually look. This is, Crystal Dynamics have taken over development of the game because the the initiative is. I mean, it's like what twenty people left from the 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 height of where that studio was at one point. I, I, I don't think we see Perfect Dark for another two years, honestly. So that's just my opinion. But um, what about you? Yeah, that's uh, cool. Logic. What are your What are your thoughts on that one? No, I agree. It's It's not going to be there. Yeah. That That I mean that that whole situation is a big soup sandwich. So a <laughs> soup sandwich. <laughs> um. Uh. Compulsion. I mean, player player says compulsions game. Yeah, we, we all we all said we think compulsions game probably would be there. Like I, I didn't mention 
the unannounced games because of course they're they're unannounced and that's pretty much just it's very much up in the air those but i really just wanted to kind of focus on the games they already announced that hadn't been released yet and whether they would show up or not so um this though really i i told forte this is gonna be a long podcast tonight. <laughs> i didn't think it was gonna be this long good grief we we, we about to go into iop territory so let, let, let's let's get on out here um i do well, appreciate a, yeah it was a great show yeah appreciate uh game logic for joining us and hanging in there at, at midnight with us <laughs> and still still going strong um game logic let everyone know where they can find you if you if you if, if, if of course if you found yeah I'm, it's definitely not a show for everyone but uh if you want to stop by the enough to keep going weekly games podcast over on the e2kg network podcasting channel uh either on youtube or over on soundcloud or on spotify uh you can check that show out it's um it's a, it's a slightly different show and and the focus is a lot on uh financial technical and um and, uh, and kind of market issues within the gaming industry. So uh, as, as well as a, a lot of talk about gameplay, you know, what, what, what we've been playing, probably about 50-50. So you're uh, welcome to check that out uh, if you so uh, so choose. Yep. And I will have that added in the uh, the description of this, uh, this video as well as the uh, audio stuff after the fact. Um, I'll, I'll get all that added in there. Um, I was running a little late didn't get a chance to do it uh, ahead of time like i normally do but logic really appreciate you for joining us once again you gotta join us again at some point i'm pretty we we, we got we don't like people being strangers around here is what i'm saying you, you gotta show up some 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 you know a little bit more maybe like three or four times with the years yeah. up or something like that you know like you know yeah. very cool we'll, we'll we'll figure it out we'll figure it out <laughs> We'll still, we'll still, we'll still, we'll still them away from Brap. Brap don't need them no more. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, Forte, let everyone know what you got going on for the next week. Yeah, man. Well, Diablo. Um, actually, check out my um, prediction. I mean, a lot of the stuff I talked about today. But if you want some more in depth stuff to what I'm thinking, check out the Xbox prediction video I'm gonna have out on the channel tomorrow. That's gonna be a fun one to make. It's gonna be the first video I made like standalone in a while for Xbox. So definitely um looking forward to the uh, support on that and um playing diablo is always going to be a thing i'm jumping i'm gonna jump literally jump on diablo so i'm literally looking at the title screen like let's <laughs> play some diablo so um but other than that man guys have a great week i'll be spending the time with family on the weekend because my daughter graduates high school it's crazy it's a, her graduation's on a Sunday. Okay. I'd never heard of that before, but yeah, it is. Yeah, that's, that's definitely new for me. I, Saturday, yeah. yeah, Sunday, weird. Okay. Yeah, Sunday um, is weird, um, but uh, we'll be doing a, we're doing a, a picnic or a graduation party at a park for t- on Saturday. So weekend's going to be kind of crazy, but definitely looking forward to when Xbox got the show in the showcase. And um, hope you guys have a great week. And um don't listen to what people say. Don't listen to oh, oh no, Alex about tempering your expectations. Don't temper your expectations. Xbox owes you this. And if they <laughs> jack up and, and if they jack up and drop the ball, it ain't your fault. It's their fault. So go in here thinking the moon and the stars are going to be there. And if they don't live up to that expectation you want, it's okay. There's other platforms out there for you to play. So with that being said, have a great week, guys. All right. 
Um, for myself, again, um, I, like I said, I will be out of town starting Sunday. I'll be back uh, on next Thursday, which would mean that like uh, the next podcast, again, won't be until next Friday. Friday next week. Friday next week, where we will be kind of going over the showcase. Um couple people said they might uh they might be joining us we'll see we'll see i don't i don't want to say anything quite yet until it's uh for certain but uh i want to get back to doing lunch time with slow mo so i don't know maybe maybe if i if i have the energy i'll, I'll go live friday morning or or lunchtime on friday and 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 you know just chop it up with you guys but we'll see we'll figure it out uh regardless let's go on out of here and we really appreciate everybody for coming through, especially hanging in with us for, for such a long show. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your morning, night, whatever, <laughs> and, and play your games, man. Peace. Peace.